Decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love pleasure. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hi. Well, uh, tough day. Um, Were you a big Rush listener at any point in your life? Uh, Yeah, you know, I'd listen to him, but I was never like a huge fan. I uh, I dabbled to this day I, I, when I had to run errands around town. I would turn him on in the car. I can't say I listened to every ep- every minute of every episode. But um, what I appreciate most is uh, the trails that he blazed in our line of work. He's over the air and we've done it on the Internet. But he was a pioneer in this sort of platform. But even beyond that, I appreciate him showing everybody how to stand up to the mob. Like he'd, yeah. he's been doing that for decades at this point. And, uh, and I appreciate that he was doing that before the mob was after anybody. He was one of the originals yeah. in that regard. So it's sad. And you know, he yeah. quit smoking a long time ago. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I knew I, I kind of had a sense cause I would, I, like I said, I would turn him in the, turn him on in the car and I've noticed that he had, been out for i don't know a week 10 days something like that they've had fill-ins for a little while now so it seemed like something might not have been good but i was still a little surprised i was a little surprised to receive the news today so that's a bummer uh of course twitter is full of nothing but hot takes about how rush limbaugh was a bigot and a misogynist and uh, rest in piss was trending on twitter and i'm not going to pretend that there hasn't been uh certain uh jokes made certain um moments of enjoyment at the passing of certain individuals on this show. I don't think that we're above that, but I, I don't think I would ever go as far as to tweet that. I hope someone rests in piss, even for the, uh, the RBGs of the world and the people. There's just, I've uh, been known to dance on some graves. I can't opine on this. We've definitely, there, there has been some of that. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to pretend to be outraged or shocked, but I, I just, I love it. I love hearing this sort of stuff from the people who are the self-proclaimed tolerant, loving unity healers of the world. Uh, but every time, Oh, this guy was something different though. He was his own unique brand of evil. So we get to dance on this grave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and of course the, the hole that he leaves, uh, who is going to fill that spot? What's going to happen of his company? What's going to happen to Mr. Snurdly? All of these questions, his, his producer, his no. producer, oh, Mr. Snurdly. Um, yeah, uh, all the best to his family. And we'll see where this this goes. Uh, nobody really fills in for him. It's just kind of the passing of the torch, you know? Smoking, man. Smoking. Yeah. Anyhow, um, if you guys are new to the show, the rules on how to participate are uh, in the uh, YouTube description. You can catch them there. We will uh, catch up with callers here. We'll take super chat breaks every half hour. I have learned the ways of Trovo as much as I can. So if you guys decide to super chat over there, we'll be able to interact D live. I can still catch up with you there too. Um, Streamlabs is still broken. So I have the backup Streamlabs linked in the description. And of course we'll catch up with YouTube as well. And if you want to participate in the show, but you can't do it live, we do of course, accept email questions. We'll get to those in the last half hours. We always do. But from this point forward, 
the only way you can submit an email question is using the form on my website. So mattchristensenmedia.com slash contact. There's a call-in show question form. Submit them there. That is the one and only place they will be accepted. And it seems like most people are already using it uh, as far as I understand. So that's good. Appreciate you guys moving over there and helping make things efficient for us. All right, let's hop into, um, let's hop into callers and see what people have to say. I could use a pick me up, you know, it's just kind of one of those bummer days. So I'd like to hear what people have to say. Uh, someone else is up first, but, uh, I don't see you in, oh, here we go. You're there, but I'll still just let everyone know as uh, courtesy. If you are coming up soon, make sure you're in one of the waiting rooms so I can grab you. Someone else, you there? Okay. Let him hang out a second. Can you hear me? All right. Yes, sir. Yeah. What's on your mind? Very good. So, um, blonde, um, we just had our baby last Wednesday. Oh, actually, we tried to call you guys, but, uh, didn't get through <laughs> from the hospital. It was it's boring. I hate hospitals. Hmm. How'd it go? Uh, everything went great. She uh, took it like a champ. No epidural, no uh, pain meds or anything like that. We got a beautiful baby boy who is uncircumcised. Aww. Thank you. Oh, that's so great. Double I'm congratulations. So wow. Yeah. Was it your first baby? <laughs> no, this is actually our second. Now we have a boy and a girl. Oh, cool. Oh, lucky. Are you at liberty to share the name? Um, that's, that's more information than I want to give. That's, out that's fine. That's fine. That's I'm just, fine, yeah. I'm considering names for future children. That's all. So I, I want to, I want to get some ideas. It's biblical. We, we mm. try to go for biblical and family names where gotcha. possible. All right. So also, um, the other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is a movie recommendation. <laughs> so it, I don't it'll know. Be item, li- item number 1000 on the list, but yes, of course. Ahead. Well, if yeah. you, when, when you get really bored, this is one of those, um, my wife and I will occasionally watch movies that are really bad specifically because they're really bad and it's hilarious to watch them. So this, uh, week's recommendation is a movie called Corona. <laughs> and uh, it's about fighting bigotry uh, in the face of the pandemic. And okay. I think all you really need to know is that there's a Vietnam vet in a wheelchair with a swastika on his forehead. Okay. Uh, within ten minutes, and um, it's it's just there's all a right, lot. This of sounds good like twists. this sounds like my kind of movie. At first, I thought it was just coincidentally named Corona, but you're saying this is a movie specifically about the pandemic but how does a nazi fit into that well because so this was actually shot before the lockdowns happened and what it was is some canadian um immigrant from iran he's a movie movie guy uh producer there we go (laughs) he made it um when he started hearing stories about asian americans getting picked on Oh, so that's the that's the angle. Seriously? Yeah. So, um, oh crap. Hang on two seconds here. I've got the synopsis for it. When unlikely neighbors are trapped in an elevator with a coronavirus suspect, fear and racism spread among them faster than the virus itself. Wow. Sounds ominous. It's ridiculous <laughs> and worth you know, half of its time. I'd say watch the first 10 minutes and then skip to the last 10. And that's well, you've made a see. compelling sell here. I, I can't wait to get into this movie. <laughs> watch he 10 will minutes. Actually and- watch it. He won't watch any of the good movies that I tell him to watch, but he's like, well, how terrible is it? Yeah, that's true. I, I do love terrible movies. 
Movies that we, are so bad they're funny. Cringe. Yeah. 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 All right, all right guys. That's well, really all I had. Well, congratulations, congratulations to you and your family. Yeah. That's excellent to hear. And yes, uh, all the best. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Take care. Proud of you for not circumcising your kid. <laughs> He's already gone. It's too late. But. Proud of all of you for not circumcising your kids. How many baby foreskins have I saved? <laughs> yeah, it's like you're going to kill that that aspect of the beauty market very soon. I know, right? I, I have a di- direct trip to heaven because of all the baby foreskins. I'm going to be at the pearly gates and they're going to be like, you saved so many baby foreskins. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you did when you were drunk. The baby foreskins. Salvation. You totally redeemed yourself in the words of uh, Lloyd <laughs> yeah. Christmas. That is such a weird way to enter this channel. Uh, What's on your mind, Joe Kel? <laughs> well, first, uh, how are you guys doing and through the polar vortex passing through? Oh, it's pretty here. Yeah, everything's good here. I mean, this this part of the country is accustomed to winter, of course. So if, when, when winter blows through here, it's not like in Texas. All our infrastructure is built for this. So it's just, you know, it's a... Uh, it's uh, it's not convenient, but it's not like our power goes out or you don't have water or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll get to the uh, other point. <clears throat> uh, I've had a couple of discussions over the last few weeks in the Discord channel, and uh, something that has been brought to my attention is uh, that you don't you don't debate a lot, Matt. It's yes. I mean, I have before and I will, but um, I wouldn't say it's a focus of mine. No. Well, when was the last time you actually debated? Uh, it's probably been about a year. I think the last time I went on a channel in a hostile, a truly hostile environment <laughs> was um, was uh, the Revenge of the Sis guys. It was about a year ago. OK. OK. Um, is the issue with doing it uh, decorum? Uh, no, I would say that there just aren't a, not a lot of opportunities arise for me. I'm not saying I, it's not a focus in terms of my content creation. It's not necessarily what I want to make, but there aren't, there aren't a lot of invitations that come my way either. Do you ever invite anybody yourself? Uh, yeah, but it's in my experience, it's kind of a waste of time. You know, it's hard enough to get guests to come onto the show, but if you're trying to do debates, uh, you know, you can spend hours trying to arrange that and have nothing come of it. So it's not it's not my focus content wise. Fair enough. That was probably some of the context I definitely needed for the answer to that. Um, are are these debates on your channel? Uh, the la- that one that I just referenced is on the Revenge of the Sis channel, assuming that okay. it's still up there. Uh, there some are some the older there are some older ones on my channel. Yeah. Oh, OK. All right. That's pretty much it. I got nothing left. Cool. All right. Thanks for I'll calling, let you man. guys go. Yeah. You have a good night. Bye-bye. Let's see. And of course, anybody's welcome to call in on this show. And uh, we've had a fair share of that, too. So <laughs> Meadily's up next. Uh, Meadily, you're good to go. Hello. What's on your mind? Oh, sorry about that. A bit of a second. Uh, not much. I was just, uh, wow, damn, it's the first time I've actually called them that I've had no freaking clue what to talk about. Anyway, um, so have you guys had any people really complain about that diversity, uh, diversity brainwashing going on at their corporate work? Yeah, I get emails somewhat frequently. Okay, because I, I work for a fairly large corporation, um, and 
one of the things that the that they constantly do, and they try to broadcast it out to the to the uh, lower echelons of the organization, is they will start uh, talking about white privilege um, and uh, racial injustice, mm-hmm. and then even though I'm Mexican, they like to pretend like I don't know, like for some reason I should feel more victimized than I actually am. It's, it's pretty hmm. sickening. Um, so you're telling me they, wanted... they're, they're trying to tell you, you should feel a certain way on account of your race at your job. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, you know, because basically I, I've always learned to, to sort of take my, take responsibility for my own success and failures. You know, if I'm at a certain point in my life, mm-hmm. uh, success wise, I always kind of assume that it's based on pr- primarily my own, my own choices, my own choices in education and decisions, and they want to sort of dictate otherwise. You know, they're always saying, oh, well, you know, you've had additional challenges because you're Hispanic. And it's like, you know what? Uh, no, that's, that's not it. It's because generally, if I've done, you know, if I'm not in a situation where I'd like to be in, it's usually because I fucked up something. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, yeah, it, it's just, oh man, it's getting really, really bad though. Um, they've been increasing they've been increasing their initiatives uh, for, um, you know, well, of course, because it's Black History Month, so they pretty much bring it up every day now. And, um, and I don't know, it's, it's getting pretty sickening, and it makes me want to shoot somebody in the face. No, figuratively. Not, okay. not, not literally, Susan. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. It's just, it, it's really demoralizing that, that and after, you know, Trump, techni- you know, quote, unquote, losing the election. It's, it's really blackpilling me. And, and I'm sort of where, where blonde is right now, where she just kind of wants to just burn down the country and find something else. I don't know. I'm, I'm entering a new phase. Oh, what's the new phase? What's the, yeah, what's, um, what's the... I'm just so focused on, on my family right now. I, 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 I've passed the point of caring about the country, which is something of a relief. Uh, I just don't, I just don't give a shit. I'm like, save America. There's a funny joke. Well, but but seriously, if everybody was focused on family first, that would save the country largely. Yeah. I mean, don't don't dismiss the value of that in terms of what it means for the country. True. My world's yeah. small now, though. Like, it should be. It, it's it just sh- the baby. Everyone should be. It, it really should. If yeah. everyone focused in that way, instead of demanding that the country on on the mass scale change to accommodate their whims, things would be a lot better. Yeah, yeah I think. I think that and and you know the, the the whole thing with the postmodern left is you know they they want to sort of destroy the family and they want the government to be the government and schools and these other institutions to be your god and and so that's all they have they don't have family they don't have they don't have god they don't have jobs yeah. they don't have skills yeah. they don't have churches they don't have they don't have anything so all they have is social justice and and they, yeah, they don't have children, so they're completely yeah. barren wombed cat hoarding purple haired dykes. <laughs> yeah, that's the technical and, term, I think. Yeah, and yeah, they're just completely miserable. But yeah, it's 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 unfortunate that, that it's really come to that because you know even like having a kid myself, it's just it really changes your focus on life. Um, and if I ever you know like ten years ago, if they said, "Hey, you're you're gonna love having a kid," I would have told them they're crazy. But mm. It's yeah, it's the greatest thing ever, and I hope that that you get to experience that, Matt, because it's there's really nothing like it, absolutely nothing at all. Can't wait. Sooner rather than later is the uh, is the plan. 
Yep. And blonde, I, I, I know that you love people telling you, you should have another kid immediately. <laughs> um, and, uh, you should pop one out like in the next week or so, just, <sighs> just get, get uh, preggers. I'm just messing just, with you. I know. I know I'm going to have more kids. You know, there was somebody in our, uh, this comment really upset me, but it was on our, our, um, podcast last week. And it was a guy who was like, you know, I wish people were as ugly on the inside uh, as they are pretty on the outside or like their outsides match their insides. And he's like, I had a baby that died at day two um, that had an undiagnosed heart defect. And like, you just need to stop being such a pussy. Uh, you're you're a, like a piece of shit. You're like a bad person. I'm like, I'm sorry Whoa. for your loss and everything. But, you know, I'm dealing with some some real trauma from birth. I don't understand how That's- these two things that's like, all one I of the said on the show flexes I've ever heard. That's that's well, strange. I was so offended because I was like, you know, I, your story makes it impossible for me to criticize you now. And yeah. and like, what did I say that was so hurtful to somebody that had lost a child? I just said like my birth was really traumatic, and I'm not ready to go through that again. It was purely was it. about your own. It was mm-hmm. about your lived experience, but it actually was right. like it didn't. It was not any sort of judgment upon another person. But I don't know why he would get so mad about that. It's like I guess he was saying like I've lost a child and I still took the risk and like. But but what? what why does that make me a bad person? God, no, no. no. So I mean, yeah, especially when you approach like a certain age, like the older you become. Like right now, we could technically have another kid, but that but the increased chance of of complications is it's. It's staggering. I mean, there's a good chance that there'd be like a miscarriage. And, you know, even a guy, I, I don't think I'd be able to deal with that. I mean, that's just. What age? Uh, I'm, I'm 40 now. Mm. What about and, your woman? And, and, uh, she's uh, almost 40. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a lot of women have miscarriages anyway. So. Yep. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But, I don't even know what to tell people. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm just messing with you. You know, I'm not judging. If you just have one, that's that's awesome. That's great. I'm just so yeah. grateful I have one kid that I'll talk yeah. about later. <laughs> yep. Okay, cool. Uh, thanks, guys. I'll stop uh, prattling on, and uh, I love you, and I'll catch you again later. We love well, you, thanks. too. See ya. Have a good night. <laughs> Bye. Uh, mustache Asian is up next. Mr. Asian. You there? Give him a second. After that, we got Dell. Haven't heard from Dell for a little while. Yeah. Although I don't see him in the waiting room. So Dell, if you're listening, hop in the waiting room. I'll come. I'll circle back for you. After that, it's uh, for the Republic. For the Republic, you there? Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Actually, okay. So let's let Mustache Asian go first. Yeah. And then, uh I'm kind of lagged behind. I didn't know that you called me in. I'm not sure why. I couldn't huh. hear you initially. Well, we're good now. What's on your mind, man? Um, so, yeah. So, um, my brother came back from Bay Area. So, he okay. officially moved back. Um, so, we have one more person in the house. And I have to move my stuff from downstairs to upstairs. Because I was used to use the family room as a, my office. But he decided to quarantine himself for 14 days. Because of yeah. the move or, or other because reasons? Because of the move. Oh. Because he flew on the plane. Oh. That's how much they believe that, yeah, of, of you know, all the stuff. And and he got he got a test and he, and it was uh, negative. So he just, and now he can come upstairs and, you know. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it was just, uh, but, yeah, the, the, month, the week was sort of tough <laughs> overall. I see. You know, All right. Like, What's um? Well, what have you been up to since we stuff. last spoke? Uh, have you, I, I take it Antiva has not got you yet in uh, Seattle. 
No. It's just, just, uh, just looking for jobs, and mm. it's been difficult. You know, of course, it's just is yeah. uh, waiting on waiting waiting on stuff is kind of kind of it's pretty difficult. And decide to see a a therapist and mm. to see if that if there are issues. I mean, like with other things and but the good thing is that the therapist is pretty based she she grew up in eastern washington so her her mentality is not as you know like urban <laughs> yeah so, yeah urban is a slur now you can't say it. <laughs> you mean black <laughs> no you, you yeah. definitely can't say that i'm just joking i'm literally just yeah. joking <laughs> yeah so yeah and just just i don't know it's refreshing to not have to you know see like wear a mask when you're seeing somebody outside of the uh, oh yeah yeah house. yeah so the one day i went to buy some groceries and i just f- refused to wear a mask and people gave me stink eyes but i was just like no screw you and did you get heckled out. by the employees at all yeah no if they just give me stink eyes mm. yeah well yeah, who cares someone's got to be the first one you hear yeah. joe biden last night he was asked at his cnn town hall when when can things go back to normal? Something like that. And he said, well, this time next year, maybe we can start talking about that. February 2022. Get bent, dude. I'm not That's doing this insane. another year. Are you nuts? Screw that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, trying to move to Idaho, but the uh, the, the jobs, at least I've been looking at, are low paid. Wages is low compared to the rent, actually, around North Idaho. Really? Okay. I, w- I would have thought maybe. If, you know, actually. Lower yeah. lower earnings, but lower cost of living might be a good deal. But if it's not there, yeah, hmm. because of all Californians moving up, there, yeah, that's, that's probably why. why. Yeah, so they're they're kinda, here too, raising up <laughs> the, the the pricing. So last thing would be just um, like you, you remember the uh, the the Trump donor map that people put uh, out the, yeah. the AOC thing. No, not the AOC. No, not no, no, AOC. No. But there's a, like a like a Trump donor, like Trump Watch or like a dot, dot com that has all the all the donors yeah. mapped out on the in my in your area, right? Yeah. And a strip mall burned down, like a, a few blocks away from me. I probably be yeah. And and one one of the names I, when I looked it up is in that strip mall. The address is in that strip what? mall and. So basically, oh, so you you think that maybe it was an arson related to the Trump donor? Oh, gotcha. Donation. I mean, they, the the guys rule as an arson at least. The, the so so it's known to be a deliberate fire. That's already known established. To be a deliberate fire, but we okay. don't know if they ever. Yeah, maybe. The guy. So, maybe yeah. it might have yeah. something to do with it. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. All right. Yeah. Let me know if you learn any more. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Well, good luck Have in the job night. search and uh, all the best. Thank Thanks you, for yeah. calling in. Thank you. Okay, we actually had Dell up first, so for the Republic. Um, uh, I'll have to just circle back with you. We'll, I can wait. That's all yeah, good. can you hang out for just a second? We'll talk to Dell and we'll get back with you. Uh, assuming Dell is there. Dell, you there? All right, we'll let Dell hang out. And uh, actually, for the Republic, if you're ready, go for it. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Um, so, yeah, how's it uh, going for you two? Pretty good. How about you? No. <laughs> Dell, Dell, hold on. We'll get. Care if we're out of toothpaste. Don't tell... use the gorilla glue. Tell Maud. 
We have a show going. Hello, on. We'll, come, we'll come Hello? back. To, we'll come back to you after Fourth Can Republic. You hear me? Tell mod. Tell mod to pipe down. Yeah, okay. Come on, it was working before. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, for the Republic, go for it. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's all good. Duct tape and all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For all for I was uh, regarding how I'm doing. Uh, as you may recall, I hail from uh, North Dakota. Right. And uh, we are currently sending power down to our good friends in Texas here uh, because nothing's more comical than cutting power to homes where it's negative 25 out to send power to where it's positive. Yeah, they're yeah. asking us to do the same thing here. They said, uh, you know, try to limit your power consumption to help out Texas and stuff, which I didn't realize that we because Texas is on its state, their, their own state their power own grid, grid. Yeah. So how do we even help yeah. them? I don't even understand how this works. We just, well, they're on their own grid, but they can all—they're all connected in somewhere. So we can still export energy to Texas from Montana, North Dakota. Apparently, but the the, the funny thing was, is that even the local uh, electric companies up here, they were not forewarned about this. So literally, you know, they were just rolling blackouts across, you know, North Dakota, parts of Minnesota, and and whatnot, and no one knew a thing about that. And uh, even, like I said, the local electric companies hadn't been told a thing. And uh, there's a lot of scrambling going on. Like, oh, okay, well, once we find out, oh, yeah, we're just diverting power to, you know, Texas. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fine. I mean, we're we're equipped up here to handle the cold temps, but it was just all of a sudden, uh, hey, why is, uh, why do we got no power up here? How Yeah, weird. I mean, we haven't had any kind of, we haven't had our our power turned off or anything like that. You're saying that they are turning off. Literally, we we literally woke up with no power and no forewarning to help and, Texas uh, to yes, to help Texas. What and the then hell? at some points, and like I said, the lo- local companies, they had no idea what was going on. It was their main suppliers who had just all of a sudden diverted power and they hadn't been told or warned about it. And just electricity. Or are they turning off other utilities? That was electricity. Yeah. Okay. What have so, temperatures so been far, like and, in North Dakota? Negative 20, uh, it's actually been getting warmer out. Well, yeah, I mean, we, just, we had you know negative forty wind chills we and just such not that long ago. Uh, Dell just dipped, but I'll get him back. Aww. We'll get Dell back. Yeah, we've we had a similar cold snap, and now we're on the uh, the end of it. But it was we were below zero for like five days straight. I'd, I'd have been pissed oh, if yeah. they turn off any of my utilities. Yeah, I mean we've been below zero for the you know, last two weeks here, almost or whatnot. Yeah. Negative forty, negative fifty wind chills and such. But yeah, the, there is some good news coming out of the Dakotas. What's that? Uh, North Dakota, the North Dakota House has uh, passed a bill banning transgender athletes from playing on sports teams. With We're their, doing that here uh, too. Yeah, that's yeah, a shame. Identified gender. Why is that a shame? A shame. Oh, I think it's wonderful. It just is going to oh. blow apart women's oh. sports. Which why is that a thing anyway? Well, that's why we're trying to that you know they're trying to hold and protect women athletes and such. I mean, and, just uh, imagine some... imagine fifteen years from now when Blonde Junior is racing cross country and she has to race against Jonathan, formerly June. Hilarious. Would you, if it was your daughter, would you find it hilarious? I think you, I think you'd go into rage mode. Well, no daughter of mine's (laughs) running cross country. Why not? That's because of my uh, pervasive unathleticism. Well, but would you, if your daughter really liked it, would you stop her? No, it's a wholesome thing. Hmm. I mean, and you get, I mean, that's solid workout cross country. I mean, you get in good shape for that, but uh, I don't know. I don't want her to be too hot. (laughs) You got to be at least a little frumpy. Okay. 
I can already tell she's going to be so pretty. I'm like, oh, no. Maintain that muffin top. All right. No, I don't want her to be fat or anything. I just said we, we've talked about it. It's that sweet spot, that seven to eight range. <laughs> OK. Yeah. I Yeah, I guess. All right. Um, but there's uh, one other quick bill here coming out of South Dakota, which uh, is interesting. You should keep your eye on, Matt. Hmm. It, uh, so it's House Bill 1194. It was just introduced, and basically it, uh, it's to stipulate that no executive order may be implemented from the President of the United States that restricts a person's rights within the state. Hmm. So, um, Is it in constitutional rights, like state constitutional rights, or what? Oh, what what are the rights? Actually, what is the definition of the rights? I guess is my question. Uh, I'd have to dig into it more in regards to whether it's uh, just like the, the bill of rights or if it's actually const- hmm. state constitutional rights. But uh, the bill also goes on to state that uh, the, uh, it would it would allow the t- attorney general to block implementation of any order that's deemed unconstitutional. If the order also refers to a pandemic or other public health emergency, the regulation of natural resources within the state, uh, the agricultural industry, regulation of land use, et cetera, et cetera, financial sectors, and the regulation of constitutional right to keep and bear arms. Oh, okay. So basic, basically, this is for any executive order that is signed and it has not been uh, affirmed by Congress. Yeah. Basically, the South Dakota can... Yeah, it's a it's a it's a fuck off Joe type bill. This is well, yes, yes. And, you know, and they're putting it forth as like, no, this isn't just about the current president. This is about executive overreach. Yeah, sure. And uh, federal overreach in regards to the state's rights. So it's 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 interesting. Yeah, definitely. I'll keep I'll keep an eye on that. And that's another thing we're trying in our state. They we in the past, we tried to have a state law that said uh, no federal gun laws will be enforced. And then that, mm-hmm. that uh, ended up being defeated in the courts. And now they're trying to do it again. So it yeah. is my dream to have a state that will arrest ATF agents on site for attempting to enforce federal gun laws, but it has not yet happened except for that one time in like Ohio. You ever see that clip where the ATF agent got tased on someone's porch by the local police? What? No. Oh, it's That's great. Amazing. You should, you should look it up. It happened like over the summer. Yeah. Tased defensively, I assume. Well, what happened was the ATF was at a guy's house. He, a, a, a lone ATF agent, guy at the house calls the police, I guess, to report. I might be botching this story, but my understanding is he calls the police to report like a home invader or some trespasser on his property. So the local police show up and tase the ATF agent because they think the <laughs> ATF agent is some trespasser or like some robber. It's great. Oh, you can, there's body cam footage is out. Beautiful. You can watch it. I'll have to look that up. That sounds amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for the intel, man. And uh, stay warm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my power might go out here any minute now for all we know. So. (laughs) All right. Well, good luck. Thank you. Uh, Dell, if you are listening, we are due for a break. So I will get you right after the break. I apologize for making you sit around, but uh, it sounded like Maude had a Gorilla Glue emergency with some toothpaste. So you might have to tend to that while we uh, take a break for some... uh, some super chat. We'll be right back with you. We're good on Streamlabs. Uh, lots of people over on DLive, so DLive must not have... See, on DLive, I can't see your chats, but I can see people who are hanging out and uh, supporting the show. So Tumbleweed, Rafu, Spud Ruckus, Dave Simmons, Amy D, Spartacle, Bitroar, Typhon, Jorgen Dubin, 
uh, or just following. Yeah. I uh, appreciate you guys hanging out and supporting the show on this really quick on D live. Got lots of stuff going on over on uh, Trovo as well. Um, Sherry D chubby stubby. Uh, Ron Helton. Appreciate it. Uh, and I think that's it. Thank you guys for hanging out on Trovo too. Trovo system is so confusing. I have like a general understanding of it, but uh, oh, really? yeah, we, we, I did a little, um, uh, with the help of, uh, with the help of some, with, uh, with the help of a uh, channel supporter, I was able to, uh, get some handle on what the hell Trovo is about, but they, it's so confusing. They have like multiple forms of their own cryptocurrency on the site. And then you have to cast spells in this specific yeah. way to deliver this is a so message. Gay. Why do all these people have to make their websites gay? Just make a super chat clone. Just that's all you have to do. I that's know. one great thing that YouTube has done fantastically well is super chat works great. As long as Susan's not censoring it. And it'd be nice if Susan didn't take 30%, which is a pretty healthy cut. I hate to dump on BitChute because it only has three employees. Is that true? Three employees. Wow. Uh, And for that standard, they are doing like a killer Uh, job. Yeah, absolutely. A killer job. However, there are some things about BitChute that drive me fucking crazy. Like what? Like, I mean, I don't know. These... Tel Aviv trolls are so bad on BitChute. And so I um, went to just disable all of my comments. You can't delete individual comments. Oh, okay. So I'll just get like spammed with porn and stuff like that. And, like, <laughs> okay. You know, somebody being like, you, you know, all the bad stuff, the yeah. worst possible stuff. But I can't delete those individual comments. And the comments there are oh. a thousand times worse than they are on YouTube. So the only way to deal with it, is unless I want, is to disable. Yeah. So you disable it on your channel, but then all subsequent new videos that get uploaded don't have channel or don't or do have comments. Oh, so, so you, you can't disable do like it. a single setting for all uploads. You can do a single setting for all past uploads, but now every time I upload a new video, I have to once again disable all the comments on my channel. The struggle, you know, what are you going to do? It's so annoying. It's like I, I obviously mean all future videos too. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, you got to start somewhere. YouTube wasn't built in a day either. Can someone in the live chat tell me why BitChute comments are so much worse? Because it's They're so much worse. Because it it is it is where all the YouTube castaways go. As soon as is you that are, why? Because yeah. on YouTube, it's like, you're an ugly bitch. But on BitChute, it's like, I'm going to jizz all over your face and then slit your throat. I'm like, whoa. Also, here's whoa. a link to porn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand. It's the worst stuff I've ever read has been on BitChute. Okay. Uh, are you good over there? Yeah. Um, Brunette in the bosom of the something says, I'm blonde's <laughs> arch enemy. I oppose all she does. And then Josh and Jesus, who I suspect is the same person. Blonde, did you hmm. see that evil brunette? Uh, Do you see what she said? You must confront and defeat that evil woman so that good shall prevail. Mm. I do have a, a, an eternal struggle with Burnett. Um, Nobody says, can you convince me we don't live in a. What? No, I can't say that. (laughs) Now I got to see it. You almost got me. Let me see this. You almost got me. (laughs) I was, I was halfway into that before I started saying it. Um, that's a that's a tough one. That one's uh, yeah, that one's tricky. Um, Slosher says from Michael Mouse Twitter today on Rush, he died the way he lived, making the left the left's ass mad. The left ass mad. Yeah, Twitter was just. I mean, it was it was just ridiculous. I I I, I was laughing at the uh, the Huffington Post obituary. 
which was uh, the 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 hook on the Huffington Post obituary. The the teaser to get you to read was Rush Limbaugh, misogynist and bigot. Like, oh, wow, it's so crazy because when I think about Rush Limbaugh, I'm like, he's he seemed he was a standard neocon to me who didn't mm-hmm. really hold any extreme viewpoints. Um, no, he he made some jokes or said some things in his time that people didn't like Uh, the quote that is always the quote that always comes up is something about how feminism is just a tool for unattractive women to feel relevant or something like that. Well, that is, you know, that was a, that was a brave take in 2015. It literally, I think he said that in like the nineties, keep that in mind. It's, it's a long time ago. Whatever. Uh, the, the Chad thing to do is to go on Barbara Walters and talk about how smacking a woman in the face is sometimes justified because they <laughs> like it. Those were about the same eras, too. So, you know, dude, I watched that again the other day. And it's so funny because you can tell that Barbara Walters wants to have sex with him in that interview. <laughs> Based on what? what she's are the just cues? like her body language. Like she's she's laying on a sofa like like a little <laughs> she's a little loungy. And she's like, you know, women all over America are going to are going to hate you for this. And he goes, Oh yes, I'm going to get some female. <laughs> so she's like Rose on the Titanic. She's on the yeah, couch, just ew. ready to go. Okay. Sean Connery could have any woman he wanted. And he was married for like a gajillion years. Is he still alive or is he dead? No, he died. Like when recently. He, that was relatively recent, wasn't it? Uh, I think so. Oh yeah. He died in October. I just, I just love Sean Connery. Hmm. This, this level of masculinity. It's we've lost it. Yeah. Um, nobody says, how are you appreciating black worship month? Um, <laughs> let's see. What have you done? Well, uh, I, I used, looted my local target today. I, I had, uh, I'm working on some projects around the house and I had to use some gorilla tape today. So <laughs> that, <laughs> that was a pearl milling company tape. No, I don't know. Actually, I, I, I feel like I haven't, um, because of the gorilla glue thing, guys. Yeah, that's why obviously <laughs> that seriously is why um it's pearl milling company tape now of course I, I don't feel like black history month has been uh thrown in my face this this year as much am i just not tuning into where it is thrown in my face or what mm, i don't know it's around i have this mm. makeup subscription called ipsy that sends me makeup every month and then this month i get all this makeup i'm like what is this shit and then it's like oh these are from black owned beauty brands oh yeah Oh, I need to keep going. Zoe Fender. I was like, <laughs> Zoe Fender Blast. Uh, Sup, my future sunglass wearing hollow. Dola- do- ho- Can you read this? I'm hollow dolomites. What hollow is that? dolomites. Right, huh. There we go. Can't wait till Gates and, Co- and Co declare our beef supply. Oh, yes. Have you seen this? Um, has the vid. The synthetic beef is the only way to get us back to stage semi concerned um, Uno Masco. Yes. Hmm. Did you see this thing? The story on Bill Gates? We got yeah, that he wants everyone Sunday. to eat synthetic beef. Yeah, I didn't but look that's at why it. he bought all that farmland to stop beef production. So you only get Windows brand fake beef. Is that the future? That's what he wants. Oh, because he's trying to depopulate the world. Let's um circle back. Circle back. <laughs> but there's one about Gorilla Glue here. Oh, fine. Hoofheart. It says Gorilla Glue reached out to Big Mike to become the company's spokesman to help with PR. It appears Big Mike is willing to be paid in. Newport's and purple drank. Wow. That's uh, I, I can't that believe one. that someone would have so much like hate in their heart. Can't believe it. 
I assume okay. you just play a, played a sounder that I didn't hear. You didn't hear it? Uh, no. no. All right. Reload, oh, I guess. I don't know. Let's talk to Dell. Dell, you there? I'm sorry to make you wait. I know it sounded like Mod was having a, a bit of an issue. Anyhow. Hey, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, we have a little bit. We ran out of toothpaste, and uh, they're looking for a substitute. Mm-hmm. Uh, tool cabinet! Uh, it, I assume toothpaste is deliberately singular in that context. Like, for Mod, it's it's paste for one tooth right yeah well pretty much that's yeah. it well no she's got three. Oh, okay teeth paste all she's right good we think yeah teeth paste it's teeth paste yeah she's pretty proud of that third one yeah all right <laughs> yeah I was, I was listening to some of your uh callers there and i will tell you what i i will defend my right to bear arms uh-huh that's for sure i'll tell you what that's the best part of the bear for me um <laughs> It, but I, I was trying to get on. You know, it's almost impossible to get on your show these days. It's like there's like 30 people, 35 people. That's what I've heard. Yeah, in yeah that but, list. but the, it's like I, I've been calling in every week for the past, I don't know, month and a half or so. It's, yeah, bad string of luck, I guess. But I, I, I do like the randomization. I like uh, I like the way the format has been working. Oh, yeah, it's, it seems to be working great. So uh, so I apologize. This uh, isn't very topical, but uh, y'all have a good Christmas. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I I just uh, we mostly like got work done and stuff. I, I um, oh. it wasn't very Christmassy, you know. We didn't do a lot of like traditional Christmas stuff, which uh, I guess was kind of a bummer. But you know, at the same time, there's a lot of stuff I want to get done around the house, and it feels good to get that stuff done. Yeah, yeah. Well, Christmas mom wanted me to take her on a vacation to somewhere tropical, like to Hawaii or somewhat, which uh, that would have been great and everything, but um. Santa wasn't able to deliver that this year, unfortunately, because, uh, well, you know, that ankle monitor only to go so far from the trailer. Well, and even if you somehow passed, uh, if, if you somehow avoided the ankle monitor issue, I don't think Hawaii's going to let you in anyway. These days, it's so strict with their uh, corona restrictions. Oh, I thought you were going to say they're, they're wanted posters. Well, that too. I don't know. I, I don't know if Maude is, uh, if the FBI is putting up posters for her all across the country or not, but. Did you guys make any money during that GameStop stuff? Nope. <laughs> no, I never, I never no. bought, uh, I never bought any shares. Did you? No, no. Zeke though, he decided he, he heard all about it. it was great way to make money, and he decided to go ahead and get into stocks a couple of weeks ago. What did he buy? And, uh, it didn't work too well though. You know, man, you ain't never heard someone holler so much. Well, why is tell that? Well, uh, you know, after a couple hours, that wood started to chafe his neck and wrists. So I had to go <laughs> get the bolt cutters out and set him loose. You know. I don't He's, know if you know this or not, but Zeke ain't Zeke's a little empty in the in the outhouse, so to speak. Yeah, you know he's a little he's about you know seven fifths and short of a V eight. If you know what I mean. Mm. Now he's learned well, his lesson though. He's no more stocks. He says he's going to stick to handcuffs. Any tomatoes thrown at him while he was into stocks? Uh, no, no tomatoes. That would have been good though because we need groceries. I was at the grocery store the other day, as a matter of fact, and uh, saw a woman get at the banana display. You know what you can do? I didn't know this, but apparently she said you can you don't have to buy all the whole bunch of bananas. You can like tear off two or three and just buy and just pay for those and that's buy those. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Which you I thought can't was a great that. idea. That's a great idea, but apparently <laughs> was just a little piece of advice that don't work with frozen pizza. <laughs> well, yeah. I I, hard I, yeah, I guess not. I haven't tried that one. No, I'll let you go. Um Sorry, I haven't been on too long. I'm just letting you know that it's, uh, I've been trying, been trying. No, it's good to hear from you. Yeah. And hopefully we'll hear you more frequently. Appreciate the effort as well. And, uh, send our best to Maud. Oh, I will do. I will do. I hope she doesn't. <laughs> she's still trying to, she's still trying to enact all these executive orders around the double wide. <laughs> Ever since she heard, uh, Joe Biden said it could be done. She says she's the leader. I'm going to, and she's trying to get these executive orders done. And 
Uh, every, every time I vote it, though, she pulls the Secret Service card on me. That's yes. where she secretly serves me laxatives and my potatoes at dinner. And I... Oh, man. All right. Well, all the, oh, between the Gorilla Glue and the laxatives, it sounds like you guys have a night to uh, sort out. pretty much got to. Yeah, I got to go deal with that right now. All I'll right. Get the wrench out in a second. OK, I'll talk to you all later. Have a good night. OK, Orwell's Ghost up next. Oh, here we go. Why can't I find people? There aren't even that many people in tonight, but you know, alphabetical order always gets the best of me. Orwell's Ghost, you there? Hey, guys. Hi. That sounded that sounded yeah. ominous. No, ominous, yeah. You guys pulled me out of the call-in waiting room when some some spammer came in and started taking a shit on it, trying to take a shit on everybody. He's kind of like... I don't know, going full defense right now, but it's <laughs> about what? What do you mean? Why is he a spammer? I, 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 I don't know. He's just he came in and he started talking about how, you know, do any of you guys want to debate me on my channel? I've got like 26 million views on my YouTube channel. I'm like, I don't God, dude, I don't give a fuck. And then he started. Hmm. I, I don't care. I wanted to talk about Joe Biden and your genocide and how he. Oh yeah. Well, it's just it's just different cultures, bro. What's the problem? Did you uh, yeah, did you hear this if he said- last night? No. Oh, you want to explain explain to her and anybody who missed what what was said? Yeah. Well, it's 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 just everything. It's you know they're 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 how they're how they're handling the situation in Hong Kong. You know what they're doing in Taiwan. You know the the what they're doing with the Uyghurs in West China. It's 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 a different culture. It's like okay. So I guess I guess I guess Hitler did nothing wrong then, did he? Like, what the hell is what the hell are you talking about, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it was a bizarre answer. And of course, it came with the patented Joe stumbling and mumbling and slurring. And yeah, bottom line, genocide is or at least cultural genocide, however you want to characterize what's happening to the Uyghurs is uh, it's a matter of cultural differences in China. We need to be we need to be uh, aware of that and uh, recognize that. Yeah. God. Yeah, there's there's just. There's just a lot of there's a lot of people talking about a lot of shit they don't need to be talking about. And AOC trying to get involved in Texas politics. I'm like, bitch, aren't you a New York representative? Yeah. Fuck. Do you care what's going on in Texas? That hot take was the Green New Deal would have saved Texas's power. Yeah. Yeah. I I almost I, I I when she said that, I literally backed up and was like. I is her brain fucking attached to her mouth like i i i had no idea what the hell she was i was like this was green energy shit that caused this to happen in the first place what the hell are you on about the best image of the week was the helicopter it was it went viral on twitter the helicopter that was captioned here's a picture of a helicopter running on fossil fuels spraying a chemical made of fossil fuels (laughs) onto frozen wind turbines also made of fossil fuels yeah whoopsie I, i yeah i'm I, I also wanted to get on here and say, uh, Blonde, you done those. Some of these live streams that you've done been really, really good. The Thank you. I, I, I like I like I like the one with I did like the one with Roosh, but Roosh is such a fucking downer now. Now that he's like, yeah. I, and I, I really like Roosh. I like him a lot. And, you know, I've always I've always thought he's a funny dude. But ever since he's I don't know, he's he's kind of black. He's kind of black pillish. I really did. And I say that, but I really did like the, the interview you did with Legal Man. That was really that dude's really so funny. Glad. and He's really smart. I uh, I'm so obsessed with Legal Man. And so I went to his um, 
his. Yeah, I started listening to his squash. Yeah, I listened to I listened, I went to the quash the other day um, quash, on iTunes. Yeah. And I was reading the comments and one of them was like, Blonde sent me here. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm so happy nice. yeah. that, that I got some yeah. people's eyes on Legal Man. He's he's exactly he's exactly the same. And it's it's kind of just his attitude and his delivery. He's like he's like, this is just a bunch of crap. And he's not wrong. Like I'm sitting there like, like, yeah, it's really cathartic. Like, yeah, laws don't mean shit. They don't they don't mean anything if people aren't going to fucking enforce them. Yeah. And it's, it's like it's just so ethereal. But anyhow yeah and and um uh god matt you did a you did a video not to, i can't remember it's like a week ago i can't remember which one it was but i really enjoyed that one too you guys have been doing you guys have been doing some pretty good content lately oh um, thanks so, appreciate so it so the kudos the kudos from a fan and and yeah i don't think i don't i don't think blonde's doing a good enough job of trying to get her channel nuked because it's all pretty milk toast <laughs> i know well, andrew anglin that's i've been told yeah I've oh told jesus christ <laughs> some guests in the works so i don't know my husband uh i was like i want to have this guy on my channel and behind the scenes i've been kind of making some things happen and he's like who isn't (laughs) i was like andrew anglin and he was like absolutely not what's gonna win out here i gotta listen to my husband i can't yeah i I, I I don't know sargon sargon did Sargon had a chat with Jared Holt like four years ago on what? his on his old Thinkery channel. How that did was I not very see this? interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was what very I, very interesting. Well, how did it go? Was it like hostile or was it uh, was it fair? Oh, oh no, it was it was Sargon just having a conversation. I mean, Jared Holt, you know, again for kind of a for kind of I don't know how to describe him, but for a for an alt writer for a white nationalist, he's. He's oh, a very, no, you, very you mean, persuasive uh, person. You mean Jared Taylor? Jared Taylor. Oh, okay. oh I'm that thinking, makes much I'm thinking more the sense. fruit from sorry, uh, sorry. I'm thinking the, yeah, the actual bad. Soros shill scarf wearer. Oh, no, no, no. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Jared Taylor. Yeah. Jared Taylor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jared right. Taylor's yeah, Jared Holt. mild mannered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, that's right. The last time I saw Jared, Jared Holt, he was <laughs> Gavin, <laughs> Gavin, uh, Gavin McInnes was saying that he looked like he looked like milk, a couple of drops of milk. They got dropped. Into <laughs> One of the best yeah, moments. That of was so funny. Truly fantastic. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually. But um, anyhow, I don't I have... can't I can't say I've listened to a lot of Jared Taylor in my day. However, there was a Jared Taylor interview with Fareed Zakaria from CNN. I don't know when this came oh, out, wow. like a year or two ago. It's, I think it's still out there. I don't know if it's on YouTube. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, but like CNN's CNN's Richard Spencer moment. Uh, We're bringing on an expert on white nationalism. Yeah, here it's it's from June twenty eighth, twenty nineteen. The headline on CNN here is you can still watch it on their website. The video is still up, and it's the title is he wants to create a whites only version of America, and the conversation between the two is very interesting. Um, it's it's huh. it's a worthwhile watch. Wow. And it's it's kind I'm of a it's like a that. debate or like obviously CNN is trying to get him. They're trying to corner him and make him look awful is the objective. But it's interesting to yeah, see. It's very, it's very hard to because that guy is very charismatic. Well, and it's interesting. Uh, and again, just to be clear, like this is not I, I'm not commenting on his views. I'm commenting just on, no, on the no, way no. he conducts himself. Yeah, and they're uh, no, trying to very, get him very mild mannered. Yeah, he never he never takes the bait to like get angry or hostile at, at any point. He never does that. He's 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 so. very he's very clever, like he's been doing this for a while. But mm. um, but anyway, I didn't have much to talk to you guys about. I was just 
had to get a i'm glad you guys pulled me out of the live chat or out yeah. call it all right well i have to put you back in there so good luck go ahead yeah i appreciate it we'll talk later <laughs> see you man all right magic sky fairy is up next magic sky fairy you there hey how you doing uh i was out of a conversation that went a little off the rails and i heard it's getting weird in there it's getting it's you got a lot of people in there so anyway uh congratulations on your ongoing success you're drawing a crowd so nicely done (laughs) i guess well i don't know just because just because we have some uh interesting characters meander over to the discord i don't know that that necessarily you means we accomplish much yeah and you well, know we... what i will say it is diverse not not in that gay left-wing way but like in that you know like a lot of people with a lot of different opinions uh some well, I... people come in to poke their heads in shake the cage a little and i really like i i really like when people call in to to challenge the only thing i don't like is when people call in to try to get you and we've had that yeah. before yeah. so ho- uh, hopefully we will get like when people want to talk about ideas in a good faith way i love that um yeah so we'll see if we get that it's so difficult to find good faith it's a lot of it is ad hominem uh, accompanied by straw man accompanied by just all kinds of uh, logical fallacies that well wait hold on what what studies form the basis of your opinion on that one can you cite? (laughs) can you cite the specific studies that lead you to think that yeah there was one guy that actually posted an email exchange between you and he uh where he was uh, accusing you of getting emotional and losing the argument and it's just like okay i don't see that in what you just posted but all right oh yeah. uh, in any case yeah um i was I, i'm having a kid and uh we were thinking about getting it circumcised uh what, what do you think blonde you know the answer to that <laughs> yeah well, no joke actually my fiance did want to do that and that's right her, that's not happening we are going to not do that what she um, said uh, and she said why and i said i have to okay here's here's what i'll do you hold the knife and you cut it yourself and i know that that's basically she'll never do that so you know <laughs> yeah has she watched a video of a circumcision um she hasn't watched i don't know she just like said, oh i think it'd just be easier to work with or whatever so and why is she don't... worried about working with your baby's penis i don't know penis is uh, that what i just said it's just it's not gonna happen um yeah. I, I, I told her i'd let her pick the name uh, that was how I got around it. So hey, that's a great compromise. Good for you. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind as long as I still get veto power though. If she if she's gonna call the kid like Mortimer or some shit, like you know, I kind of uh, like that. That's off the table. Mortimer. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're th- that. That's why women's opinions are terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> joking. I'm joking. I'm sure. I'm sure. In a certain light, that name is great. Um, All the Mortimers will, are suicidal out there tonight. So the reason I was I was calling uh, a specific question that I'm direct to both of you, I guess. Uh, what is the point where revolution is justified? Because I clearly, I think we all agree, Susan, it is not justified right now. We are not sufficiently oppressed to justify overthrowing anybody. Um, but at what point, like when your your family starts disappearing, I guess that would be, <laughs> you know, people just start getting, you know, uh, disappeared. Yeah. Um, uh, where the censorship uh gets not just like oh your your youtube is deleted but also uh you're arrested for it uh yeah. like like what kind of crazy shit would have to happen before we get into a revolution because the revolutions of the past have always been accompanied by starvation of the people and i don't think we have that yeah. mm. well not always i mean the american revolution wasn't based on starvation it was based purely on the violation of people's rights I don't think we have it in Good us point. anymore to have um, 
but to have a idea based revolt. I know. Well, it is, it, but the question is, when is it justified? Right? Not when would it happen as a practical. No, it's matter? when would it happen? Isn't that what you said? Oh, what's are I you talking philosophically? They're kind of conflated because ideally, yeah. if you're going to do revolution. Uh, it would have to be justified to push people like it, it is so difficult to rally people around something like that when all yeah. the levers of propaganda are on the other side. So it really have to be something organic and and grassroots to, yeah. to happen at this point. And I don't know, that would seem to be you'd have to be pushed pretty far before people would be able to organize at this point. Well, of course, uh, the correct answer, Susan, is never. That is the official stance of this show. All government abuse is fine. You lay down for every bit of it until they take everything you have. And that is totally fine. But if I were to entertain this question hypothetically as someone who is more revolution minded. Um, no, I mean, I believe in the philosophy of the Declaration and the philosophy of this country's founding that governments are instituted to protect and defend your rights when they fail to do that. It is the duty of the citizenry to reconstruct them. Put it that way. But that doesn't have to be done violently. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be. And of course, I think moral people seek all seek out all options before violence. That's the last available option. But I'll make you a plenty credible case that this government as it currently exists is violating virtually every component of the Bill of Rights. The supposed self-evident, we hold these truths to be self-evident. All men are endowed by their creator with these, these rights. So they're vi- being violated Every um every every box on that list can be checked in violation. So if you ask yeah, me, they, they've stopped short of killing us, but uh, maybe uh, that's around the corner. I don't know. Yeah, but well, yeah, life, liberty, and and happiness or pursuit of property. I mean, they've they've violated the latter two or three. Well, really, the first two amendments. Um, but then, I don't know, when I talk with leftists, they'll say, well, the, those are amendments. The word itself means to be changed. So, mm-hmm. like, what, what, what are you clinging to? If we decide we've got a better vision, uh, well, that the straight white men of the Constitution did not, you know, consider that people of color might want something different or whatever. Yeah. Well, that, that's why I reference the Declaration, too, because the Constitution is just an articulation of that philosophy. The Declaration mm-hmm. is what spells out these are the rights give, that are given to us by our creator inherent to our humanity. That's not a legal concept. That is a philosophical and moral truth. Mm-hmm. And the second that governments fail to uphold that philosophical and moral truth, they are abandoning the truth of the universe and therefore lose, um, lose any legitimacy. And I, I don't say that with any appetite for violence or bloodshed. That's the last thing I want. What I, my appetite is for a government that serves its one and only just purpose. And the government as it's currently constructed is not doing that. Understood. But the government and its propaganda outlets have a tremendous capacity to do a completely different thing and still do mental gymnastics uh, to proclaim that we are still within the realm of the constitution. And in fact, those opposing us are actually violating the constitution. Uh, as we prevent you from leaving your homes for oh, any time Nancy Pelosi gets up on the podium and proclaims uh, love and respect for the Constitution just once would you reporters ask what's your favorite part yeah really what part do you Ugh. like the most they never mm-hmm. will um, to answer your question seriously I think I think we are honestly beyond that point and that that's really? yeah I, I, I think that I think that the uh, rebuilding of the federal government in particular would be justified at this point because it is no longer existing according to its fundamental purpose. Again, I can't emphasize enough. I would like to see that reconstruction peacefully happen. That is the goal. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, we might just be LARPing because I think we're at the point where technology and the institutions have grown so powerful that uh, we are just going to have a centrally planned government that yeah. makes the rules and we're just going to have to navigate that because well, we don't really have any other options. That's the irony. People, the, the powers that be would love to portray the things I'm saying as violent, potentially terroristic talk. What they're talking about in centralizing power more and more, grabbing up more of it and, and stacking it in their favor at every chance they get, that's yeah. what actually leads to violence. What I'm yeah. talking about is a nonviolent, decentralized solution to re re return power to people in localities where it belongs. What they're talking about is stealing control of every single piece of your life, and that will never end peacefully. It's just it, impossible. To control everybody but at the same way. time, I love the irony that you are the one talking about decentralization and get returning power to lower levels of the pyramid, yeah. and they are talking about concentrating it at the top of the pyramid. And yeah. simultaneously, though, there is widespread perception that you, in your claims, are the fascist, and they are benevolent oh, of members of yeah. democracy. The it stuff, is yeah. amazing. The stuff we're talking about is fascist terrorism. That's the way it would be characterized. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the great irony. Anyway, uh, thanks yeah. for the call. I appreciate your insights. Yeah, thank you, man. And uh, you'll probably have to be thinking about these questions up north. <laughs> Me? Oh, if not already, more so. I've yeah. already yielded my freedom and I've already, you know, I was hoping you guys would. Oh, you accept your freedom. fate. I see. <laughs> All <right. laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, man. Bye. Hang on to your maple syrup. They're coming for it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're due for a break. Oh, wow. Already? Okay, uh, brain damage. No note, but a big donation. Thank you, sir. Um, Tim Delvecchio says, diversity, equity, and inclusion now, like LGBT, they keep adding terms. I know. It's just going to get jammed down our throats. <laughs> yeah. uh, sore Loser says, addressing your pending Super Chat policy, take a listen to the No Agenda Show, noagendashow.com. Adam Curry, the pod father, knows how to deal with that format. It'll give you a chance to screen, Susan. Honestly, um, we are in a situation where it's not going to affect our show that much because nine times out of 10, we are not going to go over two and a half hours anyway. Yeah. We've been under the last few. So I, I th will, I think we're going to probably try something new on Sunday or make an announcement, but who, who the, the announcement will be like, listen, we're going two and a half hours. If, if you're in early, it's going to be red. If you're later in the show, off chance it it might not be but we're we're cut we're going to cut the show at two and a half hours if we go up against the clock but a lot of the time we don't do that so my hope is to change the show as minimally as possible while also making sure that we have reasonable time constraints yeah and i don't think our show is really growing that much anymore because well, impossible uh, these days almost yeah which is fine with me i guess so i don't know that we're going to even need to do this yeah i mean it, it i've noticed it kind of comes and goes in waves too you yeah. know uh, we've had this issue in the past and it just it, it depending on what the news cycle is depending on what sort of free time people have you know we have sometimes where the show is absolutely insane and sometimes where it's calmer and i think if we just establish a rule that we can go with without drastically changing the format that's the best option to go with Jonathan Herbert for my 35th tomorrow. Um, oh, congratulations. And the congratulations on what? Surviving to 35? Why would I say that about somebody's birthday? <laughs> uh, 
That's an achievement in its own way. I guess. And to celebrate constitutional concealed carry getting passed here in Utah, take my money. I may not have a lady in my life to spend my money on, but there's always guns in you too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, guns will probably take up more of that money or at least ammo these days. Yeah, thank I know. you for we, supporting the show. We refied this week and the notary was over here and he's like, you're going to get a return of about $400 because of discrepancies in the payment. And he's like, I, uh, I would use that to buy a gun. We were like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's, that's the most Idaho thing I've ever heard. We <laughs> you were can going never to have anyway. too many. Yeah. Das Pooch having internet arguments in the halls of debate on YouTube is gay as F has been for a long time. It got real spurgy and stupid real fast. Why does anyone want more of that? I don't know. Internet I, uh, blood sports. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed. It's just in my opinion. Well, it's not the kind of content that I want to make first and foremost. And I also just my philosophy on making material. I think it's very important to be consistent and for, for people to know what they're getting when they expect to get it. Yeah. And debates are very hard to produce regularly for the reasons that I was talking about. Like, it's just, it's hard to get people to participate. It's hard to have them be at the same time at the same format, all of that stuff. So, you know, obviously uh, I'm not saying no to any of this stuff. And, um, it's just, it's not something that I focus on, on my own channel when invited more often than not, I'll participate, but I can't, I actually couldn't tell you the last time I was invited to any sort of debate on YouTube. Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah. It's been a long time. Is anybody still doing? Is there are there like Destiny? I assume probably still does them. That was his kind oh, of thing for a him. while. I don't know. YouTube's no fun anymore. Like I, I look on my on my YouTube just for things to watch every once in a while, and it's like I don't consume almost any content hmm. on YouTube anymore. Well, I I still do quite a bit, but I I the stuff I love I I watch regularly, but none of it is really debate stuff either. I'm not saying I yeah. wouldn't watch debates, but. I like to hear people's ideas fleshed out. I like to hear them battle too. I like to hear them compete. But the thing with debates is it's got to be well moderated. It's got to be well structured. The stuff I've had on my channel, I've made the mistake of thinking, oh, this is a well-mannered person. We don't need a moderator. We can just have this good faith discussion. And then it goes totally sideways within five minutes and the whole thing's yeah. a disaster. So that's the other com uh, complexity with debates is, okay, who am I going to get to moderate? What are the rules going to be? There's a whole, it, it's very time consuming. And to me, it's just, that's not what I'm looking to do. I want to flesh out my thoughts, present yeah. my thoughts in an organized way. Well, you should circle back for this. Okay. Uh, real quick, just uh, on D live, we do have a few people. Uh, All my heroes wear black. Uh, thanks for supporting the show. And uh, C2K. Um, oh, and C2K also has a tip for people on Trovo. Uh, Trovo users can now support the show by clicking magic chat at the bottom of the chat, 500 elixir and up to show blonde some love and tell Matt he's gay. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's how it works. Now, what is 500 elixir? I don't know. That's their weird currency that nobody understands what it is, but it's magical and you cast how spells with bizarre. it, which is, uh, supposed to be enticing, I guess. Okay. Let's hop back into the uh, calls. El Sonor. El Sonor, are you there? Give him a minute to hang out. Up after that, we got Mama by the Minute. Sounds like a new name to me. I'm not sure I've heard that one before. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Yep. Loud and clear. All right. Well, you know, Matt, I got to say, you just uh, pleasantly surprised me when... Uh, 
preview of Magic Sky Fairy, he asked you about, uh, you know, at what point is it time to stand up and do something? Mm-hmm. And I think you're correct, absolutely correct, in saying that that time has long since passed. And I know you're very careful with your words, but uh, the only caveat I have to say is that I, I think we're... Uh, how do I put this Susan approved? Um, it, it's, it's long since time we exercise our supreme authority against our enemies. If you're a Starship Troopers fans. Mm. Well, I, I am not, but I, under, I understand the themes that you're getting at, which is that power resides in the people. And it, that's where it, it originates, unless I'm mistaken in your intent. But that sounds like what you're saying. Yeah, in a sense. I mean, people in the chat, they'll, they'll get my meaning, some of them. Hmm. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about is this, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not actually psyched that Trump didn't get impeached. And uh, hear me out on this because I don't want him to run in 2024. Okay. I think I think too much damage has been done to his name the, for him to win, for one thing. So that's just another le- election we're going to forfeit. And he wasn't terribly effective in the first place. You know, he had he had no business letting all these never-Trumpers remain in his administration, you know, just sabotaging him behind the scenes. You know, we put up with four years of constant leaks and ineffective governance yes. from him. And so, I mean, what good was he? You know, for all that we've sacrificed for him, what did we get out of it? Well, I, I, the easy answer is compared to what, and I'll take him 10 times out of 10 over Joe Biden, though that's not necessarily a satisfying answer. But I think that we got an economy that was performing well. I think that we, uh, we, I think he did generally pretty well in terms of staying out of foreign entanglements. I think he did generally pretty well at, uh, reducing regulations and, and unleashing the American economy and restoring freedom in those ways. He did some stuff that pissed me off, namely the, the bump stock stuff. And he probably didn't get as much done on the border as he would have liked to. But overall, I would, I would rather have him as president the current state of affairs for sure but i suspect you'd probably say the same yeah of course i'm not saying him you know i'd rather have biden over him i mean we should pick yeah. a a more effective leader you know is there is that a just is that a real person you're thinking of or is it just a just a theoretical person because that's the other question God, for no. me who would it be no i think that's our biggest our biggest problem is that anyone who rises to prominence in any way that could, you know, gin up enough support to become one of those competent leaders. Yeah. They get immediately slandered, ransacked, just decimated in the media and nobody, they become radioactive and no one will yeah. touch them. Cause that's the thing. I mean, I, I can, I think people like Rand Paul, uh, Ted Cruz, I'm maybe a little less thrilled about, but they're, they're good at standing up for the right principles. Are they good at standing up to the mob in the way that Trump was in many ways? You need someone who's not afraid to get get into the fight in the way Trump would. I think they lack Trump's spine and their policies aren't good enough to make up for it. Hmm. I I think, you know, Trump, one of the things he could have done, you know, I don't want to hear all the hemming and hawing. He could have had someone who was strong on immigration. He could have orchestrated mass deportations it's totally within his power immigration is 100 percent federal authority i'm sorry executive authority so he doesn't even need any he needs no laws he needs nothing from congress he doesn't need budget ice is it's all him triple triple our guys at the border triple our number of ice enforcers and go from city to city just absolutely obliterating them and, and kick everybody out they're here illegally. You don't need to justify yourself. And yeah, he didn't the laws do it, are on the so, books, like you said. 
And, and that's what I mean by ineffective. It's like, hmm. at what point is, is incompetence borderline, you know, malice? Because the damage is being done. I don't know. I, I wonder if you could get him honestly speaking freely on that, why he decided to make some of the decisions that he did. Maybe a, maybe fear of the political consequences. I mean, you saw how much the kids in cages stuff was drummed up. If he was actually yeah. being aggressive in raiding cities to capture illegals, I mean, imagine how that would yeah, be framed see, politically. I don't, I don't but... buy that because I'm sorry, I don't buy that because there's no, no, no matter what he does, that's going to happen. The media is going to do their thing. Yeah. Agreed. And hyperventilate, you know, obsessively over it. So he needs to just do it. We got to stop trying to to make our moves palatable to the enemy. If they're palatable to our opponents, then we're not doing it right. Hmm. Yeah, I I generally agree. I just I I uh and I I don't think Trump is the the perfect leader. He but I just if you ask me who I would rather have, I mean, if I could place someone in office, I would, I would like to have somebody who I think is a little more principled and understands the reasoning behind the principle. But that's the problem is that per, I don't get to place that person in office. That person has to win his way into office. Yeah. So you have to be the sort of person who can win the fight. And then two, um, how exactly how free and fair are our elections? That's the other wild card in this. Well, that is another wild card. You know, you know, obviously at this point, and that's what I mean about, you know, we're kind of past the point of no return. We've obviously seen that electing does nothing. Hmm. We, we're not the ones that pick the winners. And if I could pick anyone to replace Trump, it may be Chris Kobach, Steve Bannon, maybe two others. But, you know, the, it's a short list because, like I said, they immediately get, you know, decimated and nobody will come near them. So winning an election for them would be out of, you know, out of the question. Hmm. Trump had enough re- name recognition to kind of get past that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I, I, uh, I, I'm genuinely curious to see if Trump decides to run again. I, I actually expected he would have announced it by now and he would have become like some weird shadow president campaigning for the next four years, but maybe he's thinking of doing other things. Yeah. I'll give him some time to make that decision. It's still pretty early, but I'm, I don't put it past him, but at the same time, you know, he, he's getting old. He's, he's done his thing. Yeah. He's seen what it's like. I, I wouldn't blame him for not wanting any part of it. Hmm. Well, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, man. Okay. Mama by the Minute is up next. Mama by the Minute, if you are ready, go ahead and chime in. Oh, kicked her out. Maybe she's on mobile. Mama, you there? Dang it. Uh, This is one of those opportunities to remind you if you're able to get on a desktop or a laptop computer, that tends to work much better. Phones sometimes work. But the Discord app has its uh, weird oddities like this. So, Mama, if you can hear me, if you can get that mic unmuted, we'll take your call. But it keeps booting you, so perhaps we'll have to try again another time. Jennifer is up after that. Let's try Jennifer. Jennifer, are you there? Yeah, thanks, man. Jennifer? Jennifer, are you there? You'll have to get that stream muted. Okay. Eventually we'll get... (laughs) Let's see. Can we get... uh... Let's try Batman. And Jennifer, I will come back to you. Uh, Batman, you there? Yes, I am. All right. Good to hear your voice. The stream appears to be rather behind where you are live. So Mm. apologies if uh, I need to mute the stream. 
Y'all can hear me, right? Yes, sir. Yep. All right. How y'all been? It's been a while. Yeah, it has been. What, what's been going on with you? Well, my uh, my life has been swamped, but um, the uh, the random system is also rough, man. <laughs> you just you've yeah. been unlucky. You've been one of those. Uh, for like six months. Yeah, <laughs> it hasn't been that long. But when was I think it may have six months? No way. We've heard. No we've way. Done. Really? I'm, I guess I'm, it I'm, a, I'm not here to bitch about it, though. All that's right. yeah, that's yeah. that's not why I came here. Sure. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, before uh, before I go into anything, Brad Falcor says to check your email because apparently he said something. Uh, um, as in, like during the show, he like right now. Uh, no, no, I think he sent it before the show because we talked about that um, right before the show started. Hmm. Anyway, I don't know what it was about, so he just told me to say that. Um, also, Magic Sky Fairy just totally ganked my shtick, didn't he? Uh, I don't know. Is that uh, well? What, he, what do you mean? He, I mean, I mean, I basically always come here and go, "Hey, oh. Matt, when are we? Uh, wh- when are we gonna? When is it time? Yes. Yeah. 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 Are we let's, let's put it that way. Yeah. Exactly. So, I don't see um, an email from Red Falcor though. So he is a liar. Uh, he has um, given me permission to say that his name is Eric Marley. Uh, well, when did he email? I don't have an I don't have an email from an Eric. I I don't I don't know. I'm afraid. I we'll can, have to figure this out later. All right, it later. Well, yep. do you want to talk um, about timing? Is that is that what okay? You're well, typically yes. Um, but um, today uh, same topic, different angle. I am. I can only assume that you've seen some of the gun le- gun legislation that's been proposed. You're talking about Sheila Jackson Lee, HR 127. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, they're approaching this a lot more cleverly than I would have anticipated. They don't actually need to ban anything. They'll try, of course, but I think that's secondary on their priority list. They've already managed to make it impossible to buy ammo, um, and they've done that with astounding amounts of success and i did not give them enough credit for well, their yeah. competence uh coming into this this is um, um whether intentional or not a lot of people have been priced out of the ammunition market no doubt if you are a new gun owner looking to be able to defend yourself on a basic level it's never been more expensive than now uh and then to your point uh, we were talking about this a little bit on sunday too i, I don't i can't remember if this is in sheila jackson lee's bill but it's certainly in joe biden's plans to hold gun manufacturers liable for I believe murders. that was in uh, Sheila Jackson Lee's bills. Yeah. And so if you can make the cost of production or sale of firearms and ammunition just prohibitively high, you're not banning them by law, but the average consumer is just priced out because of what you've done. That is one way to get it done and appear to be constitutionally square because they can they can go to the courts and say, well, uh, we didn't ban any of this stuff. It's just, you know, we did these things on the fringe and uh, and then uh, the prices just got really high. That's all. Yeah. So they're never going to take responsibility for it, but they're achieving the same effect. Well, what um, when you talk about ammo, do you think because the, the ammo stuff is is a is a consequence of coronavirus and the civil unrest yeah. from do you, do you think that that was intentional on their part or is, or is it just a nice bonus or i mean do you really think they didn't try to plan this out 
I mean, they have so many think tanks under them that um, if you lit a match anywhere near there, it would all go up and the planet would explode. So I, I just I, well, I don't know if that one was like a primary objective is all I'm saying. Do I think they planned it out to the degree that uh, five, five, six ammo is going to be a dollar fifty around or something? Uh, probably not. But uh, is it I, I, think, I think maybe yeah. I think maybe that um, it is. Uh, I mean to say this in the most respectful way, but uh, I, I think it is time that we stop underestimating them. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I, oh, yeah I, for I, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I have spent, admittedly, much of the last two years thinking, okay, I love you, Blonde, but you're crazy. Um, <laughs> but now I've never been more on your side. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, and I've gone through periods of being super blackpilled and whatnot. And now... Um, it's, it seems to me that we are passively sitting back and watching as our ability to fight back is drained from us. Yeah. You know, it's, it's easy to, you know, look at a small hole in your arm and think, yeah, all right, well, it's just a small wound. Um, but, you know, it's punctured an artery and you're bleeding out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I, I, the gun stuff sounds like it's going to be one of their primary policy objectives coming out of impeachment here and whether they try to do something in Congress or whether Joe Jen Psaki was asked the other day about uh, about new gun, new gun um, restriction through executive action. She wouldn't rule it out. The president has many options at his disposal was her answer. So. I would expect them to do something on this in short order. And of course, if the second that gets announced, the second that uh, a bill makes it through committee in Congress, for example, or the second that Joe drafts an executive order, uh, what's going to happen in terms of the gun market and the ammo market where, I mean, it's already bad, bad enough right now, but imagine how bad it's going to get as soon as that announcement is made. Everyone's going to make another rush. Yeah, I absolutely have thought about that. Um, you know, I, I managed to go out recently and buy two boxes of 762 by 54. Mm. Two whole boxes. That's what we were limited to. Yeah. What were they what charging you for that? that? You can't even go shooting. Well, you can know. defend your property for a little while at least. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's totally, I mean, it's, it's functionless. Yeah. Even for a range trip. And the I only thing that you can, sorry. Oh, go Go ahead. Well, the only thing that you can do with 60 rounds of 7.62 by 54 is, um, I don't know, shoot a deer once. <laughs> well, that becomes valuable, too, but, in a weird, as, you know, as this potentially gets worse, um, the ability to hunt might become valuable in terms of providing for yourself and your family. So I wouldn't. Uh, absolutely. I wouldn't diminish that value at all. And I, I, I know not everybody in our audience is a gun person, I, and I. So I try not to talk guns all the time, but I will say if you're a person who's kind of been on the fence, if you're a person who's like, well, maybe I should get a gun to defend my family, or maybe I've been thinking about buying an AR rifle or something for a little while. You're about to lose that right. Do it now. You really should. They're still relatively affordable. Websites like Palmetto State, you can get one, maybe go down to your your, your, uh, local gun shop. If they have something on the shelf, you can still get a good quality rifle today for under a thousand dollars. Now they used to be like five, 600 bucks for something entry level. And that can still be had in some places. But what I'm saying is if you've been on the fence 
and you would like something that's reasonably affordable to defend yourself, your property, your family, if things get really bad, get into find a rifle now is what I'm saying. Find a way to get one. Don't put it off because this time next month, um, this sort of talk might be more of a political reality. And suddenly those rifles, if you can even find them, are thousands of dollars for something that should be a couple hundred bucks. And on that note, given um, we are, as I said, punctured and bleeding out, it is time to organize. We have waited way, way too long. Oh, hundred percent. We yeah. need, we need to start organizing like yeah. yesterday. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Know your neighbors, know your community, be prepared, have a plan, all of that stuff. Uh, agreed a hundred percent. And in the meantime, we should start thinking about how to get, uh, how to get the butts in seats, you know, how to take over our local communities politically. Won't be hard here. Yeah. Well, they're still they're still trying to make you wear masks, so who knows? Yeah, really. Well, it, it <laughs> certainly will not be hard where you are, and yeah. I envy you for that. Are you still in New York, or did you get out? I am. I'm hmm. still here. Okay, well, they haven't got you yet. and uh, Yet being the operative function yeah, that, of that sentence. That's a positive, that's a positive <laughs> thing for now. We'll have to let you go, but thank you for the uh, intel. All right, good to talk to you all again. Thanks, man. You as well. All right, have a good one. Bye-bye. Let's get a couple more in here. Juggernaut up next. Juggernaut, you're good to go if you're ready. Juggernaut. Let him hang out a second. I'm going to try Mama again. Mama, are you there? Ah, Keeps kicking her out. Juggernaut, uh, you're good to go if you're ready. All right. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Good. Glad everything's good. Uh. You've been asking people what to invest in for inflation. Yes. Yeah, I'm very I'm curious because I I have no idea. I no feel one's like I'm lost. recommended. Yeah, there's well, there's real estate ETFs that you can invest in and okay. basically buy up a bunch of real estate. So just look up real estate ETFs and find someone. Well, what does like. ETF stand for? Something fund. What does that mean? Exchange trade fund. Okay, so basically. I can buy it's, what, it's like a, shares of real estate? How how does this work? Yeah, basically, it's it's well, there are companies that own real estate, right? Okay, like uh, Realtor and ZipRecruiter. So an ETF is just a collection of companies, basically, of a specific. They can be general, like the S and P five hundred invests mm-hmm. in the five hundred richest companies in the U.S. Yeah. So you're just following the market at that point. You'll never. I'll never drop if the market drops, uh, then you drop too. But if well, see, but I'm worried that the market is going to keep increasing. Yeah, well, I but that's but I am worried the market will drop, and I am worried right. the dollar will be devalued. You want to invest in real estate has a hedge against inflation. Right. Okay. I've that, been told this many times. Okay. So, and what what would uh, I assume there are different ETFs? Right. Not all ETFs are the same. Mm-hmm. What differentiates them? Can I invest like well? Because I think real real estate by locale is going to be very important. For example, if I was investing in real estate in, say, Bozeman, Montana, well, it's kind of high now, but I'd still invest. I'd way rather invest here than, say, San Francisco or Seattle. Is that so, can you differentiate in that way? I don't think they're that specific. Okay. The investors basically they do volatility as the thing that I see them 
diversify the most in. So basically, they'll make riskier investments, but they'll pay you a higher dividend. Mm. So if the dividend's really high, it's probably a volatile, a volatile um, ETF. So they'll they'll be investing in really risky spots versus just like a lower dividend safe okay. deviant uh, I mean, ETF. Real estate makes me nervous. Real estate in the right markets, I would feel really confident about. Real estate well, generally, that's... I'm more more apprehensive. Well, I guess it depends. Do you think real estate would drop when inflation hits? Uh, certain markets, absolutely. And overall, potentially. I mean, if we're in the midst of a significant economic crash, yes. Or uh, not on the midst, on the cusp of. Well, I haven't done a lot of research into it. So just if you're interested, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, what I'm looking to, my objective is not necessarily even a return. What I want is to keep what I have safe. You know, and usually right. like precious metals and things are, are the way to go as a hedge against, uh, yeah, as a hedge against um, economic struggles. Inflation. But precious, but precious metals are so high right now that I, I don't know that I should it's, be buying. Yeah, those. there's barriers to entry. It's so expensive. So I just I don't know what to do because I I want to protect what I have. Um, I'm not necessarily looking to make like some huge, pro- uh, some huge profit or something. I just want to be safe from uh, a completely screwed economy at the hands of, um, you know, the federal money printer and uh, various other factors. Anyway, I, will do for you. I will consider the ETF. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Okay. Happy night. Switch to Linux up after that. Are you familiar with these ETFs at all? Yeah, I'm not invested in any, but sounds hmm. like a good idea. Okay. Actually, I even, might be. I don't know. Where I don't do know I go to trade them? Can you just go to like a typical trading site? I've never hey, even. Sir. Yes, sir. What's on your mind? Hey, I just, uh, I usually call in with the uh, central Pennsylvania COVID insanity, but uh, oh, yeah. I read an article this morning on the local that's just right up your alley. It just reeks of this hoax. Hey, um, okay. of course, it's Black History Month and uh, we happen to have, you know, Penn State main campus. And so apparently there's Zoom bombers that allegedly are joining supposedly safe places to talk about diversity and acting out the entire George Floyd killing <laughs> with an officer, really? a man dressing as an officer, quoting from the article, uh, read this whole sentence. Genius. Can, do, you, can you, do you have an article of this? Is there a video of this? This is a, there is no pictures, no video that I can find. But okay. This is in statecollege.com. I'll email it to you. you yeah, want. please do. I'll but, see if I can Google um, it right now. It says uh, um, so. The art, article title is "Penn State Police Investigating Another Racist Zoom Bomb." Oh yeah, I see it. I yeah. Okay, so oh, there is a video here. story here. There okay, is. So this is I, yeah. This uh, this is one, this is but, plugging in for Sunday. I can tell you right now, like hundred percent. Awesome, yeah. very cool. So here is a quote from the middle of the article. According to the group me messages obtained by Onward State, witnesses at the event said the Zoom bomber reenacted the police killing of George Floyd by dressing as an officer and pinning down a mannequin. The individual also it. shouted threats about mm, raping black women while 
Event okay. guests discuss disproportionate threats of sexual assaults against black and white women. So apparently, right at the time this happened. Oh my God! There is video. Then, Sorry to interrupt. There is video though. I, oh, there I is. Right oh now, Lord! Yeah. If there's actual video of this, yeah. I missed it. Oh man. Is oh, there? Funny. Yeah. If anyone oh, wants man. to see, it's as you said. Headline: Penn State University Police Investigate Zoom bombings. Yeah, they just redesigned the site, so uh, and I didn't, I didn't catch the, I, I log into it on Forbes. <laughs> this guy is an American hero, whoever he is. Oh, is this, this is their actual event of the thing going on. <laughs> yeah, they've got a recording of Sweet. the of the whole so thing. So it's not even hoax, hey. But th- this is kind of on the heels. We, we've had um, they've been investigating who's been leaving Patriot Front stickers around town, and we've been oh, no. having the local churches have been getting together and doing candlelight visuals for the white supremacists moving into town. It's getting insane down oh, here, no. guys. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Well, all right. Uh, I will certainly look into this because I I, I I can see in the video people reacting to it. So. Excellent. I don't want to spoil Sunday. Are you looking at the video right now? No, yeah, no, it's pretty I, uh, blonde. Oh blonde is though. I can see her <laughs> Did laughing. You see really. that doll? Yeah, he's got like a George Floyd doll that he's kneeling on. <laughs> All right, very good. Um, Thank you for that. That's a fantastic story. Statecollege.com, or did you grab the one on Center? WNEP, the local ABC station. Okay, WNEP. EP. WNEP. Why did they show this? Uh, it's, it's fantastic. So, Actually, I probably so should funny. save a copy of the recording before they delete it. <laughs> anyway, thank you for the information, man. That's uh, absolutely. That's and exactly the, the, yeah, the pick me up I was looking for. You know, it's kind of a downer night that uh, I had to wait till the end to get the, exactly the sort of uh, chuckle. I was looking for all night. The doll Very actually good. has well, his face on it. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm actually able to give you something exciting. I'll uh, see if I can find the actual video here. I think I found it. I just got to go to do a newer, newer web browser. Okay. All right. All right. Skip around. Well, You'll see it, and I'll get your I'll get your reaction. Absolutely. Well, I'll let you guys go now. So, okay, sure. Um, but anyway, uh, thanks, guys. And uh, I'll, I'll bring another coronavirus update when I get back. Sounds good. Thank you for the call. All right. Bye. Okay, before that'll probably do it on calls tonight. I, I did want to give Mama another chance. Mama, are you there? Hello. Oh, there we go. Hi. It's Ooh, finally. It's been having some technical problems, so just go for it. I hope it doesn't kick you out. Awesome. Um, well, first I just wanted to say, Matt, you're cool and all, but Blonde, I am a huge fan of yours. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Um, I'm a mother of three currently, and we're aiming for 10, 12, however many God can bless us with. Oh, that's so great. Um, I just wanted to ask, you know, what are your ideas of ways that you're intending to prepare your children for anything that may come given, you know, the way things are getting kind of crazy nowadays? Like we're homeschooling and we're homesteading, growing our own fruits and vegetables and raising pigs and rabbits for meat and such. Um, But what are your thoughts on preparing your children for the future? Well, I'm going to do all that stuff too. And I think that the big thing is that you, you just don't, you don't lie to your children and that you teach them how to recognize propaganda. So one of the things that I was most angry about when I got older was that I was propagandized to so much as a child in, in public schools. Um, and I didn't really have the tools to recognize, uh, what was and was not 
a lie. I didn't have the historical perspective. I didn't have the educational basis to to realize that so much of what I had been told was um was false. And so if I can give her a thinking mind, um, an inquisitive mind, a skeptical mind, that'll really serve her whole life in terms of uh, not being indoctrinated, although I'm sure some stuff is going to get to her. But I don't know. I, I think about this a lot. And it's also really important to me that she has a happy childhood to the best ability that I can give her that. And, and that's going to mean that I don't expose her um, to like the heavy adult stuff. Absolutely. Prepare her without expose her, you know, without exposing her. Absolutely. And uh, I'm not sure if you guys have heard about the stuff going on in New York now and they're trying to implement it other places with, you know, making white people basically just despise and apologize and to what degree are they going to be an ally or, um, you know. What, what are they doing in New York? Is this in the school system or what? Yeah. Yes, it's in the school mm. system. They're basically teaching, you know, to what degree are you white? Are you celebrating your culture? Because that's the top level wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw this. They had like a whole sliding scale of like, whether you're white supremacist or just like white enabler or some nonsense. like Yeah. Yeah. And oh, gosh, I mean, for even I was shocked that and Shapiro happened to mention it because I'm not exactly uh, fond of him or his stances yeah. on the but I mean, he even had the, in my opinion, right view on it. And it's just, it's insane the way things are going. And it's so sad that kids have to deal with that day in and day out for school. Yeah. 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 Well, you see I mean, that. They um, want to go and get an education and instead they get indoctrination. It's, that, it's that stuff is creeping in even around here. Uh, uh, I know a few um, teachers in our public schools around here. There are there are like diversity and equity and inclusion stuff creeping into math programs. You have yes. to you have to incorporate cultural sensitivity or cultural learnings into math, which of course should be if anything's purely objective, it's those STEM fields. There aren't really cultural components to say chemistry, understanding it, or cultural components to understanding, say, algebra. But the angle they take is like, well, which culture invented this science? I mean, I guess, okay. I guess that's handy to know, but you should really understand the science before yeah. we care about the specific origin of it. Right. I mean, my husband's in uh, aircraft maintenance for an airline, and they sent out a notice that said, uh, you know, the most important thing we can do as an airline is promote our black workers and uh, <laughs> you know, make them know that they're you know, the most important people in the field and yeah. you're included. I'm like, or you could keep the planes in good order and have good customer service. Like yeah, that, that'd be great. <laughs> that one might be far more important than promoting black workers before white workers. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. But they can openly say those things. Now. It's, it's crazy. And I've got a uh, friend who has her children in our public school system and I'm in Oklahoma. So mm -hmm. I figured we're a fairly Christian country state. Yeah. Um, and her 11 year old daughter comes up to me while I'm watching her asking me like, what are transgender people? And oh, you know, all of this, I'm like, why do you even know? I didn't know what transgender people were until I was in like later high school. Like, yeah. Why do you need to know about this? 
at 10 and 11. That's not, that's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's no need to insert that sort of confusion into a young mind. It's a, it's a, it's, it's negligent would be too kind of a word to use for the people who do that. They yeah. are actually uh, malicious when they do that. They're, they're, bre- they're breaching the one duty we have as adults, but specifically as parents, which is to help children navigate a confusing world. We're injecting more confusion into them. Shouldn't be done. Absolutely. Yeah. And the uh, last thing I just wanted to say was, hey, blonde, we don't mutilate our babies either. So. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm so happy. Wow. <laughs> Hating Ben Shapiro oh. and circumcision. This is a match. Made You're my heaven. kind of gal. Wow. Right. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for everything. Yeah. Have Bye. a good night. Thanks for calling. Okay. We will end. Uh, whoops. I hopped into the wrong room. There we go. We will end the calls uh, there. Thank you guys for your patience as always. And uh, if you are having trouble participating in the show, if you are one of those unlucky people getting screwed by the randomization system, uh, always remember you can participate in the show with a uh, question, an uh, email question, and we are taking those on the website. That's com slash contact. There is a form there after tonight. That is the only place we will accept email question submissions, and we'll read them in the last half hour of uh, each week's show, as we will do right now. Uh, Keck Wilders says, I was thinking back when Trump was first running, it was like constant 24-7 party on Reddit. It was all about winning and bringing prosperity to all. Everyone was welcome. Everyone could be a winner. Every label the opposition would throw at them, they would own it and wear it as another feather in the cap. Constant party. Conservatives are missing that approach now and are no longer winning because of it. Gina Carano pushing forward with her new film is a winning strategy. The people calling for a Disney boycott do not. If you want to get your message to win, you can't just react. You have to be proactive and offer something. Goes for this podcast and listeners too. Calling out hypocrisy and other silliness of the left can be entertaining, but it won't win elections. Agree or disagree? How will the right win again? Well, I I disagree a little bit with the characterization. Gina Carano's thing was a reaction. That's what it. It's constructive, and I and I uh, appreciate that. I think she's reacting the right way, but. She was in the system and she got booted out unfairly. And now she's she's building something else as a reaction. Um, and I, I. I don't necessarily agree with the premise that reacting is not proactive. I mean, the the. The, the idea behind this show and what this I hope this show has become is a community for free expression of thoughts that you are not allowed to say in your school or in your place of work or in whatever community you may belong to. It It's important to create a space where uh, create something that shows that it's okay to think these things and you aren't a bad person for thinking these things or questioning these things. I know that you want to build things and we all do, but sometimes reacting is building. I don't, I guess I just don't think they are mutually exclusive in that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's true. I, but, but I think that we need to just get out of this, uh, this left, right dichotomy. I personally don't care if the right as the right is now wins again. I mean, th- as, as far as I can tell, I have as little in common with, uh, with neocons as I do is entrenched leftists at this point, the, the changing definition has really caused a problem. If I could find a way to get like somebody like legal man in office or something like that, but, but I'm not even thinking this, this way anymore. I don't want to get the right in power, power over yeah. what a failed state who gives a shit. 
Well, and I think there's something to be said, too, for if you don't stay and fight, and that's fundamentally what a lot of this stuff is. If you don't stay on YouTube, for example, and fight that fight until they swing the axe, yeah. you are you are yielding that ground. And I'm not saying that I expect to defeat Susan Wiki Wiki. Yeah. But I am saying that she's going to have to swing the axe on me. I'm not going to voluntarily leave and put myself into a dark corner of the internet where my reach will be even more compromised than it is by Susan's hand. Yeah. So, you know, I, I obviously you want to build things and be constructive, but at there's something to be said for avoiding reinventing the wheel every five minutes too. That's not a, that's not a route to progress if we have to yield all ground and, and keep uh, retreating as we build. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think either side of this is, I think each individual has to make those choices for themselves. I don't think that there's necessarily a right or a wrong. I understand people who want to leave Twitter right now because they don't feel like it's a fair place for them to express themselves. And it isn't. I also understand the perspective of people who say the second you do leave Twitter, there's nobody left to fight there for the values you believe in. Pick, pick your battles. Uh, But uh, I think there's something to be said for each, each approach uh, in that regard. This is uh, Hogue. Um, how do you cope with wanting to dissolve America without putting a thumb in the eye of every American soldier? Um, oof. That's a very difficult question. I'm not sure I understand the question. What? I mean, it's insulting. Wanting to dissolve America is insulting to people that have fought for America. Um, but I think that a lot of people, uh, especially during Iraq, were led to believe that we were involved in it for different reasons than we really were. Um, I know that there are a lot of soldiers who have later had something of an epiphany about their involvement in Middle Eastern affairs uh, in terms of, I mean, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how to say this without like totally shooting myself in the foot, but how many of America's conflicts have been truly justified? How much of our involvement has been truly justified? I don't blame any soldier for their involvement in, in any conflicts that I see as uh, an injustice in a foreign land. Of course. Yeah. You don't get that luxury to pick and choose, but it doesn't preclude them from self-reflection about our involvement as a nation. Well, and I, 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 the idea here is is fidelity to the values and the constitution itself. Who's really betraying that? And yeah. if the ask is to say, will you go along with this country no matter what? No, I will go along with the values and the philosophy on which this country is built. And if this country betrays those values and that philosophy, then I'm out. But yeah. what do... What does each and every soldier swear an oath to? What does every member of law enforcement swear an oath to? It's the Constitution of the United States. Is that being upheld? Uh, debatably, no. and I think objectively, not. So so I, I guess I would just have to say I, I reject the premise that wanting somewhat of a reset or a rebuild is a betrayal of those values of the Constitution. I don't, I don't think it is. I think the betrayal has been happening before our eyes for for sure the last year. But probably well before that, too. So I, I don't. To me, that's a non-issue because I know that that the values I the, the values I'm seeking to uphold, maintain, rebuild, if necessary, are the same values to which every American soldier has ever. Exactly. Yeah. A, a fought to a fought to uphold. So I, that, I. Yeah, definitely. And I do think that um people that have been involved in these 
in these pointless skirmishes and that have uh, done things like killed people and, and, and things like that. Like, I think that they are, they're victims in this too. And sure. that's a really hard thing to have to grapple with. People don't come back from war and they're just, they rejoin society and everything's normal. That that's not, that's not how it works. I mean, they're coming back with moral injury about things that they've done and for, for what reasons they've done these things. And, and I don't begrudge them for that, but it, it is going to require a certain uh, degree of, of self-reflection. I mean, imagine being a, a Vietnam vet. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you, you know, I, the, you don't get to make those decisions in that deal. It is not your decision to evaluate the, uh, the moral quality of the war itself or exactly, whatever you're being yeah. asked to do rightly or wrongly. Um, so I, I guess I, I just don't, I don't see those things as in opposition. I, I see, I see them as um, in cooperation, frankly, the idea that, or, or I don't, I don't see it as a betrayal of the American soldier. I see it as a solidarity with the American soldier past and present. I don't know. I definitely think that if I would have a hard time with this, dissolving america if i had fought for america the concept of dissolving america well and i guess i'd have to know what does that mean because and and the the other question there is dissolving it to what to build what even if i if we had to dissolve america and then recreate reimagine it in the image of constitutional values if i had killed and had my buddies die for this country and everything i think that i would take great offense at even that that concept. Well, but you would take more offense to that than a, a a borderline communist party destroying the constitution for which you fought. I have no idea how I would act in this situation. I've never had to put my life on the line for yeah. for America. Um, I would like to think that that's how I'd I'd feel, but to do that, you have to admit that the federal government has uh, made a mockery of your life and used you as a mindless killing machine. You have to face the, the, the moral quality of the things that you've done under, even under order. And you have to grapple with that repercussion and your self image and your shame. Now that is too difficult for most no, people. Well, well, yeah, but I don't, I, I, I would not say that because the federal government has breached its constitutional duty, that that is a reflection on the individual soldier who is caught up in that, of course not. But yeah. if you were in that situation, would you be able to absolve yourself fully? I, 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 I would hope so because it, yeah. it is not your fault individually. It, it, I would hope so too, but you know, I, I would imagine that it would be a, an internal struggle of sorts. Yeah, and it would be easier to be like, no, this is what I fought for, and I, I did the right thing by following orders, and it would just be easier to to say that. Uh, Dan says that Montana state ref, you had a conversation with Matt, any chance you could get them on the show to do a local politics crash course, one-on-one, especially how to become a precinct committee member. Uh, possibly I have not asked, uh, my local, my, my state representative, uh, or my representative in the state legislature. As I mentioned, she did come by the house when she was campaigning and she was cool. And we talked to her for 10 minutes, but I didn't talk about what I do or anything like that. Uh, uh, I I wonder if she would be so willing. unrelated. No, it was totally unrelated to the show. Just Weird. about. I guess not. It was just. It's normal. Uh, it was just politics. Um, 
in general. And it was like, all right, uh, please get the local health boards under control. Um, please do some things on election security and election integrity. And, um, you know, I didn't even have to tell her to don't let, don't let trannies race little girls. She got to that one on her own. So good for her. (laughs) Um, but yeah, she was very nice. And I, I don't know, I could reach out, I suppose. I don't know that, um, I don't know that doing that would be great for her political career, but it definitely would. (laughs) Uh, we could consider it. She's a very nice lady. She's a dentist. So we could talk dentistry, I suppose. Uh, what would you have to say about dentistry? No, I'm just joking. I don't want to talk about dentistry. <laughs> it might be kind of interesting. That's Peter Sultana is, is up next. Um, does your state allow burkas in public schools? New Mexico is just two steps away from allowing burkas. New Mexico House just passed HB 29, allowing cultural headdresses. A Dem state Senate and governor will ensure this happens. I actually have no idea. I have no idea. I guess I would have assumed that dress code is not a statewide policy. I probably thought that would be a school district policy. But or, but, or maybe New Mexico is passing a law that says the school district can't ban them. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something like that. Um, no, as far as I know, I don't know. I have no idea. I There are not a lot of Muslims in the state of Montana. But they do exist. There actually is a mosque in Bozeman. It might be the only mosque in the state of Montana. I don't know. I could, I could. So this might be, this might be uh, a relevant issue soon. But there are not a lot. Islamic Center of Bozeman. Yeah, that's that's a thing. But it has a very poor review on TripAdvisor. Not good. Two stars. Must be a shitty mosque. Anyway, I'm not going to Google this anymore. Uh, John Doe says, "I know this as I know that as I pen this message, I sign." my own letters of damnation yet i must Ooh. i'm writing this because i wish to paint a picture for those who suggest that the simple solution for those who wish their liberty back is non-compliance here on the west coast 12 score and five years ago our forefathers set forth an ultimatum give us liberty or give us death on every lamp pole every window every park bench there are signs uh though text the text is different the context is all the same Quote, the party is watching, obey or be destroyed. There is no life to anything, only the biological shells of once living people. In all ways but physical, we have all seemed to have died. What can be done for those dead? Wow, that is a uh, poetically phrased question, but I, I agree with the premise, which is what the hell happened for the souls that yearn for freedom? Yeah, that does appear to be dead. And I am baffled. I mean, our governor just got rid of the mask mandate here and the amount of rage in the Facebook comments about actually being able to make decisions for yourself. Oh, how dare you, sir? How dare you afford me control of my own life? Uh, I, I, I know that not everybody thirsts for freedom. We've talked about it before. I think George W. Bush made that quote. Every human heart yearns for freedom, something like that. That's, clearly, yeah, that's clearly not. But most in this country did, at least at one point, and certainly at the uh, founding of this country. So what the hell happened? What happened to make uh, men especially, frankly, uh, yearn for safety or perceived safety, perceived security from the state over the freedom to make decisions for themselves and to run their own lives themselves? Uh, Estrogenic effects of plastic? 
was it all in all the all the soy additives to all the food? Is that yeah, how we maybe. did it? Was it? Seriously, though, I don't have a good answer for that. Is it biological in that way? Could it be? It's bull. It's social conditioning, too. What's uh, it'd be a fascinating question to answer because then there's some truth, right? Isn't male testosterone levels measurably lower now than in yeah. the, the past? So that's not that's not pie in the sky stuff. That's real. I, I would speculate that those are related then. Like high T levels are probably yeah. core. They probably correspond with self ownership, if you want to put it that way. Yeah, I mean, I've done a lot of research on. Uh, I think they're called taylates, spelled like phylates, ph. But um, they're just in everything. They're just in everything, and they okay. they definitely have estrogenic effects. Like a uh, people that use plastics often have an increased risk of something called hypospadias. It's when uh a man's urethral opening is along the shaft of his penis. And it's related to the amount of estrogen uh, that, that happens in utero. that's consumed okay. by the mother in utero. So there are a lot of like, and it's on the rise too. Now it's one out of every 200 births is a uh, male births is hypospadias. Okay. So there, there's there, there, this might be a biological answer in addition to just our cultural devaluing of what it means to be masculine. Well, it's also, it, you know, being raised by single mothers measurably yeah. reduces testosterone. Yeah. There, there are other factors that um, it's multifactorial. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope that's a, I, I hope that's a good enough answer, Mr. Doe, um, because I don't have a, <laughs> I what? can't believe I was talking about that. Somebody in the left just goes, what? <laughs> I, I've never, well, I didn't know that placement of the uh, pee hole on the dick is a big factor in all of this. No, but there are but, a multitude of, of like measurable yeah. uh, ways that you can tell that a male has been exposed to estrogen in utero or anti androgen is hmm. anti androgen. Yeah. Well, whatever whatever we have done, we have uh, compromised the natural yearning for freedom and self ownership. Uh, how how that happened, I don't know, but we've got to get it back for this country to have any hope. Scott said, or you're, Scott, you're up next. With have Scott. you seen Lauren Southern's new documentary Crossfire? There's some good stuff in there about BLM and Antifa. I have not. Have you? I didn't know she made another movie. I did. When did that come out? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Well, I'll have to check it out. Thank you for letting me know. Brian says, a fun end times prophecy from the Book of Mormon. Prior to the second coming of Christ, an ancient cabal will reassert itself in American power structure seeking to, quote, overthrow the freedom of all lands, nations, and countries. This cabal was originally founded by Cain and covenants with Satan. They murder to gain economic and political power and have gay sex possibly ritualistically okay so the democratic party right yeah <laughs> given its similarities with the msm's portrayal of QAnon, what are the chances that twitter and facebook would ban mormons from discussing and promoting this prophecy a hundred percent 110 percent actually yeah um, i'm a thousand percent sure they would that's a, I, i've not heard of this prophecy but uh it I, and i so i can't comment much on it other than say like I've never been more open to interesting theories about the Democratic Party than I am right now. And I love when people talk about QAnon and I'm the most QAnon normie person ever. I've spent exactly zero minutes reading QAnon. I don't know shit about QAnon, but 
Now, when I look on YouTube videos and I see that Susan under the video puts the same Wikipedia notice that she puts about climate change. Did you know QAnon is a discredited theory that the Democratic Party is a bunch of satanic pedophiles? Uh, Really discredited, you say? Probably something to it since you're shoving it in my face that it's a bunch of BS. I bet I bet it's legit. I'm gonna have to check it out now. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, I I, I don't know. Whenever they all the stuff that they protest uh, protest hardest against it makes me curious and makes me think that they're probably true because if QAnon was such obvious bullshit why do you care why do you yeah. care if people have weird theories about pizza shops and uh, weird satanic pedophile cults and all this stuff why do you care and i guess their answer is well because it's it's been linked to violence yeah yeah i mean it I guess there was the guy who went to the to the pizza place with in Pizzagate with a rifle, right? And didn't he actually shoot? Yeah, uh, yeah, but nobody and, was injured. And then, um, if you want to link it to the Capitol raid, I guess. But if linked to violence is the standard, we can't allow any Black Lives Matter stuff. We can't allow any Antifa stuff. Linked to violence could plausibly erase talking about almost anything on the internet. Yeah. So I just don't accept that that standard. And if QAnon is is so dumb. It'll it'll naturally run its course, and maybe it already has. I don't know. Like I said, I don't follow QAnon. I don't give a shit about QAnon. Who does? Does anybody actually follow QAnon? I think I, it's a psyop. It, it seems like it's run its course kind of naturally. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, now that uh, Susan hates it, I'm in. This is Retro Robot Radio. Once Trump has made Florida his permanent residence, uh, what's to stop him from running for the House of Representatives, becoming Speaker of the House, expunging the congressional record of his impeachments, then starting, then start an impeachment proceeding on Biden for electoral fraud? Yeah, right. I mean, I wish, but it's uh, not going to happen. There's nothing that's stopping that. He could do that. Although I, I just as a matter of uh, process here, does the speaker actually have full authority of the congressional record? Or you just mean they could bring something like that to the floor and take a vote on it? I don't know what the process is. There's no way the speaker can unilaterally change the congressional record, can they? No. I don't know. I'm asking genuinely. I don't know the answer to that question. I cannot imagine they can. Nancy Pelosi's congressional record would be something else. Yeah, that was the case, I would think. Um, Incompetent hand says blonde mentioned not going through with the charade of Santa Claus. Is Santa Claus less integral to childhood than in-person schooling versus homeschooling? What are certain things that you want your kids to experience as part of a normal upbringing, both positive and negative? What experiences are you looking forward to sharing with them the most? Oh, I've got weird answers for this. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm feeling warm again on the the Santa Claus thing because it's hmm. it's a fun thing for kids. I just don't want Emmeline to think that I'd ever lie to her. Not going to lie to her, you know, but I, I think I'm going to do it. Um, less integral to childhood than in-person homeschooling, in-person schooling versus homeschooling. Um, I would say, yeah, it's definitely less integral than homeschooling. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I will engage in the fun things like Santa Claus and all of that. I, 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 I'm not a monster, you know? Yeah. Especially these days with, I think that to me, having a, a, an enjoyable, fun childhood is so important in the way you were describing. Yeah. I know the way the politics are trending and I know that's going to get more annoying and worse by the time the kid's an adult. Who knows? Who knows? It could trend the other way. But I, I just I want kids to enjoy that. 
experience of childhood to the maximum possible degree. So that's probably the route that I will go. In terms of things that I'm looking forward to most, um, Little League. Very excited for Little League. That's going to be awesome. Um, but I I guess what I would say just broadly, I can't wait to rediscover the world through the eyes of my kid. You know, yeah. because just because of the state of the world right now, I think we're all so jaded. And things that are genuinely amazing right in front of our face, we kind of forget about. I can't wait to have that daily reminder through the eyes of my kid. Wow. This is actually really incredible. Really cool. That enthusiasm, that enjoyment. Yeah. It's one thing to try to commit yourself to that and try to pick yourself up to make every day, uh, to, to make the best of the gift that is every day. But when you have a kid's natural ability to do that, I just can't wait. Uh, Obviously I want to be the best guide for my kids that I possibly can be. But in that way, I, that is one way that I think children can be a guide for their parents, not in the weird leftist yeah. way of, oh, let them choose their gender. I just mean, yeah. remind me of the wonder that is the world and let's rediscover this together. I can't I can't wait for that. Yeah, it's really fun. Like Emmeline, uh, she's so amazed with the dogs. She just wants to. Pet yeah. Them. And then the, all the first things that you get to see them do and just knowing that like your kid is untainted by the horrors of the world right now. Yeah totally new um as part of a normal upbringing both positive and negative um having dogs i know that seems really small but Hmm. i think that is really good for a kid Um, in terms of negative stuff i know this is kind of weird but i think that parents should periodically fight in front of their children Hmm. okay Um, why so i just don't think that conflict and conflict resolution uh, should be something that's done totally behind closed doors. I had a lot of friends growing up whose parents had no conflict in their marriage and never fought in front of them once. And like all of them ended up divorced. Hmm. Okay. Because y- your kid just thinks that, and then all their kids ended up divorced too. Cause then your, your kid thinks like, well, my parents like had a relationship where they, they never fought and that's not realistic. Like your kid, yeah, your kid thinks fights. conflict is not okay. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Conflict is a normal part of a healthy relationship. Hmm. Uh, And you need to teach your child that you will experience conflict with your spouse. And that's fine. You can still love each other, even if you fight um, and that you resolve that conflict and then you go back to normal. I can already tell in terms of negatives that I am going to be, I think in my house and uh, on our own property, I will, I hope allow my kids, uh, they'll have a long leash in terms of like what I'll be willing to allow them to do and forgive and all those things. But I know that in public, I am going to be an extreme disciplinarian, like respect for other people's property. Definitely. That nothing worse than an unruly child. That will be a lesson learned shrieking in public. Yeah, that will be a lesson learned. It's not even like respect. Respect for other people is so important to me that I I know I, I probably risk being too heavy handed in that way. But Better that than, uh, of course, violating someone else's rights. That's the worst possible thing you could yeah. ever do, little Johnny. Yeah. And uh, come over here for uh, come over here and meet the belt if you try it. Otherwise, <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't actually. That's a question I'll have to sort out. I don't know how I feel about physical discipline. No, I um. That's I just a question. Can't imagine hitting Emmeline. I can't even. I I, I don't. I don't want to. Uh, that said, the I. There probably are certain 
things for which it is justified or even good to do. I, I don't know. I haven't thought a lot about this. Some lessons are very important to learn, though. Yeah. So we'll have to see. I, I don't know. I haven't I haven't ironed out my philosophy on that one. Um, I think we're good. OK, uh, let's uh, close out with chat. Call it a night um, over. Uh, let's see. Our sunset. Thank you for supporting the show on D live. And we're good on Trovo. What are you chuckling about? Margie says, oh, you'll imagine soon. Im- uh, imagine what? I was like, I just can't imagine ever hitting. Oh, anymore. yeah. <laughs> I've been angry at her before. Like uh, she's she's really into scratching me and like yeah. pulling on my like boobs. She'll just scratch the shit out of me. And she's like it makes say, me angry. But... In the future, I can't wait to circumcise my sons. Get over here. You're getting spanked. What? <laughs> hey, mom, I heard a great podcast. It's the Ben Shapiro show. Get over here. You're yeah, getting really. spanked. I yeah. get a one free beating from my <laughs> child, and it's going to be when I hear when I hear this emanating from her room. I I'm will, actually, uh, seriously speaking, I am surprised because you are. T- okay, tell me how serious. This is Susan Bate territory, but in the past you have appreciated light spousal beatings let's put it that way i not actually though okay my husband actually hit me like we would be in divorce court in two seconds i guess i given the things that you've i'm just surprised that you would be totally anti spanking or physical discipline in any way yeah it's just not going to be part of our relationship i just won't do it i mean like i have spanked uh my one of my dogs before for like peeing in the house and stuff, the amount of guilt that I have for doing that eight years later. Yeah. It's just like, I I think about it sometimes and I just cringe. I'm like, I can't believe I I spanked my dog. I I will get physical with my dog when he's really being bad. And I give him a lot of warning before I do, but I will still do it. And the difference is noticeable. Not that a child is a dog. I get it. But that dog has some degree of respect for me. My wife, doesn't give a shit. He'll, he, he'll, she has no control over him because not, and I don't even have full control over him, but she especially doesn't because she will not do those sort of things to him. He has no respect for her in that way. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just, it's just governed by like the amount of guilt that I know I'll feel. I feel like if I ever hit her, I will uh, never get over it. Yeah. I think that if I were to use physical discipline, I know that it's stupid to like try to reason with a child and say, like try to have an argument with them or a logical discussion, but I still would say, I guess I would still use a warning system. Like, okay, this is, this is a line too far. Do not cross this line again, or there will be serious punishment. Yeah. I wouldn't, I don't want to just start incorporating physical discipline when the child has no concept of what's going on. It has to be understood what's, what's going on and why. So I guess to me, the kid would have to be old enough to get it too. You know, if you're talking about an infant, the infant doesn't understand like you you don't spank an infant for a reason but i guess the question is at what point is the child capable of understanding the reason why that punishment is being yeah yeah enforced anyway um why, let's get to why the did chat. we start talking about that i don't even remember what well, it was like what are the things you're looking forward to oh, positively Margie, or negatively with uh parenting that's probably a bad answer to the question because in no way am i looking forward to those things but the answer is uh, a negative uh, a negative things i will be a disciplinarian the methods of discipline i have not decided but i will definitely be one 
uh, sore loser. Um, oh, I read that one. I read this one. I read this one. I read this one. Uh, Long Dong John says the Australian mainstream media is salty right now because Facebook banned them as a response to legislation they lobbied for to have oh. big tech pay them to post their content. The salt's been glorious. So that happened, huh? I got a, I was sent a fantastic clip from Australia. Maybe I'll play it on Sunday, but they were moving coronavirus patients and they they literally put garbage bags over their head. Like we were just joking about that, but they actually did that. Oh like they put plastic bags over people's faces while they moved around. Hitch Wagster, uh, greetings from snowy Texas. Thank you both for all you do. Blonde, your interviews with Roosh and Ben were fantastic. Keep them coming. Ben. I think Owen Benjamin is probably the reference. Thank you. Nobody said no, dude. Swiftner, uh, greetings, Matt and Blonde. Haven't, <laughs> haven't caught a live show in a while. A thought to consider when YouTube hit unsafe space, they worked around super chat suspension by reading subscribe star tip messages. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, Wingy mm. says, Blonde, I absolutely loved your interview with Owen. I was blown away at how much milk he produces. I coming from a farming family and I was genuinely excited to see you and Owen share your passion for being self-sufficient. It's not a passion of mine. I'm not super self-sufficient right now, but I am trying. Hmm. Thank you for that. Nobody says, look up Shapiro's school sends parents insane white identities chart. I saw that today. It's crazy. Maybe we should talk about that on Sunday too. Uh, I have n- I have not seen the oh, segment, like but a, wasn't this what she, the mom was just talking about a minute ago? It's, I think so. It's like the sliding scale of, of whiteness. Yeah. I think the I, guy got fired for it. Uh, yeah, I, I was, yeah. That was in New York, right? That's what she referenced. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've seen the chart. I just didn't hear what he had to say about it. Maisie, ECB dancing. Two days after we uh, hashed out news at home, Rush would say the same thing on his show, and it was a comfort to know we weren't alone. Rest in peace, Rush, and peace to Catherine. It's nice. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, anyway, all, all the best to them, of course. Brittany Pettibon, I suspect this is not her. I agree with Josh. <laughs> Blonde must defeat Brunette. And also, roaming yeah. millennial. Blonde, I'm so jealous you might interview Josh. <laughs> Aleda says, Blonde's husband is definitely the check and balance on her decisions ordained by God. But how do we contact him to lobby for the Andrew Angle video? <laughs> it's, is there a listen, Blonde's husband email? He so rarely puts his foot down about what I'm doing. And he was like, absolutely not. You are not going to do that. This is going to put Blonde's principles in competition. But if Blonde's principles, to the extent that she has them, which she does have some, um, uh, wife's submission to husband is a pretty important one, I would say. Oh, that's really difficult for me, though. Because hmm. I'm willful. And it must just be such a nightmare to be married to me. <laughs> it must. Like, I read all these comments like, oh, my God, your husband is so lucky. I'm like, my husband has to deal with my anxiety on a daily basis. He probably wants to kill himself. <laughs> oh, people don't even know. Nobody. We need to adopt China's mm, Uyghur policy. <laughs> Uyghur. Uyghur. Yeah. I know. He said Uyghur. Yeah. Nobody. I can't even read these. Uh, yeah. I can't he, read the next one either. It's just, yeah, dude. I got to skip all yours, man. These are too spicy. Thank you. I, I'm reading them. Um, Maisie ECB dancing. They don't care about centralized power. They just want the power where they happen to be. If they had power locally, that's the power they'd be fighting for. Oh, uh, I don't I don't necessarily agree. I mean, they want all the power, of course. But in terms of let's put it this way. If if you said to them, if you could be king, would you want to? Their answer is yes. Eliminate power in everybody else's hands and I will wield it all. Yeah. The correct answer is no. 
because I have capacity to make poor decisions like everybody else. And also everyone else has a right to govern their own affairs themselves. That's don't get me wrong. I get your point that they'll take power wherever they can have it. But I think that they wanted as centralized as power uh, as, as possible as well. What? Oh, there's this person in the live chat that like always knows really specific details about my life. Oh, well, uh, maybe it's uh, what's his face from the uh, Riverfront Times. I don't know. It's very troubling me right now. Well, I mean, do what you got to do, I guess. I don't know. But <laughs> um, Swiftner says it's a small comfort. and We have to overcome denial and normalcy bias. But remember, authoritarian leftists project their intent by accusation. We absolutely know they're on the way to genocide and fascism. That's absolutely true. That's an interesting cue or clue. Yeah. yeah. Hold him, Mulray, and then I need to reload. I truth seekers acceleration may not come via 2A. It could likely be via monetary policy. Curious to your thoughts. That's definitely a possibility. I'm going to reload this. Hmm. Uh, yeah, for sure. Swiftner says ammoseek.com tip. You can still find 77 grain OTM, uh, five, five, six rounds in 500 round lots. Six left. There were 14 yesterday for less than a buck 30 delivered. In before times, Black Hills 77s went for a dollar plus pre-delivery. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, I, I at this point, I'm going with the supply that uh, that I have because I just don't want to buy at the the prices that they are. I saw some analysis today that suggested as long as there aren't other factors coming in, which, of course, there are other factors coming in. Let's not kid ourselves. But assuming all forces stay the same, that this is probably a plateau in the ammo market right now. And over the next three years, this person was speculating that we would see prices start to return to their former glory. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just like. I feel like I'm prepared enough that I don't want to spend a buck plus around for say five, five, six. I'm tapping out at that point. But if yeah. you're the, if you're the sort of person who just bought a rifle and you don't have any, you don't have anything, you just got to do what you got to do. I get it. And if I didn't have anything in my supply right now, I certainly would pay those prices. Um, so if you're a person who's in the market, uh, apparently ammoseek.com, you can still find stuff for, what is now competitive pricing. It's hard to say. It's hard to believe that a dollar 30 around delivered though, I guess with the shipping factored in, that's not that bad. Anyway, Pip chat noir blonde looking more like a mom today. I love listening to you both tired or not cherish them at this age, because before you know it, they're borrowing your keys and denting panels. Cheers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Eric Marley says Matt at Matt Christensen media.com is correct. No. Uh, yes. Oh yeah. I just, yeah, that is, that is my email address. Um, yeah, actually, you know what I did now that this has arrived in my inbox, I'm looking at it right now. I did see this video you sent me. I swear I responded in my mind, but I must've gotten distracted and forgot to respond because I did see this before. So I will, um, I will follow up, but it's very cool. It's, uh, if people are curious what the video is, Red Falcor is our, our caller who, uh, has had the stutter issue and has been coached to overcome it. And, um, the, he's, he's in a, a group or has a website with people who are also working with this particular issue. And there's a video of him calling into the stream and, um, and improving on his, uh, speaking abilities. So that's cool to see that it's been helpful for people who, uh, have that particular issue. So thank you for that. 
um, Stephen Sugars. I watched Blonde's interview with Owen today. Um, earlier today, I thought previously he'd descended into insanity. He seemed content, almost smug, as if current events had vindicated him. I mean, haven't they vindicated him? Hmm. I don't know what it is, but P- Owen has like this very dedicated legion of just ha- like visceral haters. Yeah, why? well, he also has a very dedicated legion of a visceral fan. supporters. Yeah, <laughs> so, true, yeah. so I, I guess I just, I don't understand... I don't know. I, I also don't really understand why he's chased off the internet. I, I know I know he says some spicy things from time to time, but he doesn't seem like particularly more so than other people. Yet see, he seems to get the axes swung at him all the time. Thunderstorm says, message for everybody, including myself. Yesterday is the past, tomorrow's the future, but today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. There you That's go. Sweet. Um, and no body, last one. Mm. <laughs> Can I read that? Yeah, okay. I guess. Celebrating yeah. Black Worship Month, you know, using their favorite word and stuff. Their favorite? Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay, thank you for that. I think we're all set. Um, right. Let me just do a quick reload and make sure we're good. Looks like everything's good. Appreciate you guys on uh, Trovo and DLive. Thank you as well. And thanks to everybody else for hanging out with us tonight. We, of course, will be back on Sunday. I don't know much of what we will talk about just yet, but I do know that I'm going to talk about a guy doing the best Zoom bomb I've ever seen and dressing up as a police officer with the mustache and all and kneeling on a doll George Floyd. Looks like he had a gun in the video, too. Yeah. So I can't wait to look into that and uh, whatever else happens between now and then. And uh, we will catch you Sunday. So thanks for hanging out with us and have a good night. We'll see you then.